geekversus.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. I'm a co-ho. You are a co-ho. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How you doing? Uh, and John. I'm actually the host of this podcast. No, you're not. The host. Shut it down. You're also a co-ho. Yeah, you're just a co-ho. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually all three of us are co-ho. Like, to, like the, together, uh-huh. we're hoes. <laughs> we make one hoe. <clears throat> we're the or we're just a co-ho. Of, yeah. of co-ho. <laughs> but speaking we have a, of hoes, yeah, wait, we, wait, got wait. A, we got a guest co-ho this a re- week. <clears throat> not just a guest. A returning, which means he He's, didn't completely Ryan Leaf it up his first time. Mm. Well, to be fair, we gave Ryan Leaf two attempts. So Did Ryan Leaf have two? Yeah, he came on for two. <clears throat> yeah, he's got two. Why yeah. don't I remember I think you that? Have, uh, Jeff, you have three now. No, no, this, this is, is the second. Two. Yeah. But he was here for um, he, did he sit on the couch Mario Odyssey, which which Correct. means you had to have seen that TV. <clears throat> yeah. That's that that true. That is true. And That's I think true. you've been to the house before, like in between... Uh, venues on like a Saturday night. Let's just keep doing this and never hear from Jeff. <laughs> what up, but Jeff? Ladies and gentlemen, friend of the show, Jeff. H- hello, everyone. I, I was wanting to That's get That's what a, you uh, went with, huh? <laughs> hello, guys. How are you? Strike one. <laughs> so, so on my second appearance, I want to know uh, on the whole level. Uh-huh. Where am I ranking? One oh, to ten. On the whole level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, your know. competitions are, are BK. Yeah. Uh, Tim, I think Tim might be number one right now. <laughs> um, he was legit. Tim was legit. Who's Tim? Persona. Remember oh, Tim? Persona. Persona Five. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ah, the heck with that guy. Um, nobody cares about Persona. He's only saying that because BK's his best friend and, and benefactor. Um, and <laughs> and finally, uh, he's on to me. Mike T. Yeah, exactly. I think he's See? figured it out. But we had other guests too. Um, who else are we at? Josh. Uh, Josh has been. Oh here. yeah, Josh was on here. He's Josh is probably number two. <laughs> Andrew has been here. <clears throat> Actually, right. he's, he's called in. Speaking. That's right. Can, 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 yeah, do we do it now? Speaking of Andrew, mm-hmm. Liz Marie is the Miller. As, 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 we re, as we record this today, today which is Monday, this is Monday, February, okay. February, for Andrew Lemarie's Marie's Marie. What's today? The nineteenth. Today is the no. Yeah, the nineteenth. February nineteenth. My brother and Ho. Uh huh. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday! Happy, Happy birthday! How old is he? He is. We don't. We don't care. He's like twenty. He's twenty. I don't know. I don't know. He's probably still in his twenties. I think. You think? Pretty sure. I miss my twenties so bad. I think everyone does. I think I've really, I've really enjoyed my thirties. Well, I have too, because you have a better, you have a sense of of life. You have a little bit of seasoning on yourself. I'm not an idiot, right? But 20s just you were so up, Chris. good. <laughs> God. They felt good, John. It's funny. I was thinking on the way over here. I don't if I know what you're talking to about. a certain age, what would it be? And really, I was thinking maybe mid 30s. Hmm. How old are you? 62. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the mid 30s. You're like, you want to come back. But no, I would probably go uh, late 20s. I'm, I'm with you there. Like 27 ish. I, I would go like 27 <clears throat> to 32. I think that's the magic range. Yeah. Yeah. Because you like you're just adult enough where you can go out and have some fun, mm-hmm. but at the same time you don't feel old yet. You're not going to wake up in pain if you go drink or like if you go 
and you do something rigorous, you come back, you're not going to be like, why did I do that? I'm right. never going to walk again. You know, you don't have to worry about colonoscopy. You don't have to worry about Whoa. really serious health things unless you're just one of the few unlucky percentage wise. You know, most people, you're probably good. Please don't scare our listeners with the talk of colonoscopies. My dad is going through that right now. Is he? Yeah, he can finally drink again, so he's happy about that. I didn't know he quit. He had to. He had to. Uh, he had some sort of cyst. I won't say what the symptom was, but basically, he had to get tests and stuff like that, and therefore, like, he couldn't drink. He had to be on a food, uh, a liquid food diet for about a week, and it's like he was not having fun. Yeah, that's so. Fun. Yeah, but he's uh, he seems like he's back at it. Well, that's now. what's up. I like oh. I like hearing the old up and ups about the pops. Exactly right. I mean, considering I didn't hear about the downs and downs until <clears> well, right now. To be fair, I didn't know until I walked into the bar and someone said, "Hey, Chris, how's your dad?" I was like, "Oh, what? What, what, what do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> Which shows you how much how much my dad tells me versus what he tells people while he's drinking. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, so Black Panther came out. I was going to say that. Yeah, we yeah. have a couple of people here that've seen the uh, number one movie in the world. Three people yeah. could have seen it. But but some people don't know what Fandango oh. is. No, he's That's looking you. hard at you, Sean. <laughs> I, 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 use, I got the app on my phone. I know what it is. Then why didn't you use it Saturday? He, I, uh, he 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 lost track of time. I lost track of time. I was washing my it's car. Unacceptable. No, I mean, some things happened during the washing <laughs> of the car, i.e. the hose decided to break. Wake me up. <laughs> and I have soap on my car. That's why I have to run to the, the store real quick, buy a new hose and a thing for Did it. Did at some point the car try to eat you again? No. <laughs> No, does it have a mouth? Uh, but but uh, so I go check my phone. He and, quickly answered that, and then and John is uh, he's then called me and like got a message and he yeah. goes, "Hey, just let me know if I need to save you a seat because he had called previously, want me to go to the movie with him." I said, "Sure, of course, I'm on the way." So I didn't vacuum or anything inside the car; I just washed it. I get ready and go see John. He's already in there, and I, I honestly, uh, for some reason, I forgot this was opening weekend of Black yeah. Panther, dude. Movie theater, you know our local theater. It was all the way over to like where that Jim Bob's restaurant is, which is very far away from the theater. Yeah, it was packed. And then back over to Sears. The lawn? No, not the no, lawn. The, cars, the parking, the parking lot. lot. Yeah. Huge. 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 You know what's crazy? Hmm. He said that they were sold out. Yeah. And it just occurred to me. There was always an empty seat. We next saved to me. you that seat. Yeah. It never got occupied. Well, they, nobody ever sat there. I they don't do, think they usually sell I, total. I, I, I know the answer because <laughs> okay. what they do is they, they used act, to manage. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what they do is they do have an allotted amount um, for the event of overcrowding and things right. like that's fire hazard ish. But my question always was, well, well, if you have 300 seats, why do you why do you have 300 seats if you're only going to sell 285? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, that's it. A lot of people were going, well, I hope the five o'clock's available at the other movie theater across town. I was hearing him as I was walking. So it probably, but John, John watched it. You saw it, uh, Thursday, right? I, I saw it with him too on Saturday. He was there. You I was were, waiting. I was holding your seat for you. The you, whole were, time. you were the surprise. He was a surprise. I don't know. If I you was. know, I, it didn't occur to me that he was a surprise, I, but yeah, I guess now that you think about it, I guess he, you would have walked into the theater, went, looked the at f- him and then walked the F out. <laughs> what the f- that was the funny part because like that's why I said like he doesn't know what Fandango is because like John called me at like one thirty and I was I was busy I was I was like knee deep in Ages of Empire two which oh is sometimes oh well I mean it's classic so it's it's but like, it's the new one right? it, it's no it's oh, it's the old one okay, but it's the it. HD version of it You're but um you know that could take hours of your life away without noticing 
And I looked over finally at 3.30 and I saw I had a call from John, called him back. He said, hey, just want you to know, going to Black Panther at 4.30. I was like, cool. And the first thing I did was go and open my app to Fandango and buy a ticket. I just Because I knew I was going. We were going to the, the theater we went to. I knew it was a bigger theater and I knew that it yeah, was an yeah, afternoon yeah. show. I mean, you should be fine in theory. I didn't know it was going to be one of the biggest selling movies of all time. Right. So How I mean, is it? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Uh, so they're going to tell us. I said, on, honest I review, not, not the hype of the media, no. not because everybody's saying Look, it's great. Anyone who knows me knows nope. I am not huge on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially as of late. Like, to me, Did it John feels... Because, yeah, John knows. We all I mean, know like, him. Uh, <laughs> John is nodding yes, by the way. Uh, yes, I, I, I nodded yes. I am aware of that. You know, like, I really like Winter Soldier. I think that's a great movie. I enjoyed Ant-Man, but most of the time I walk out and I'm like, I've never had one live. Well, maybe besides like Thor 2 and Iron Man 2 that I've walked out and been like, ah, I wish I could get those two hours back. But usually I watch them and I'm like, okay, that was a fun little two hours and I move on with my life. I don't think about it ever again. The last time I really, really enjoyed one was Winter Soldier, I would say. Um, and this one I think is better than Winter Soldier. And I would actually say to me, it, the, after seeing it twice now, once, unfortunately, with John, where we had really terrible sound um, and, and like a really high pitched sound coming from the. Yeah, uh, you heard from, that, too. Yeah. From the projector. Like a little it buzzing was, noise. God, that theater was awful. Um, <clears throat> after seeing it, I stand by. I said Thursday and I stand by now. Still, that is the best superhero movie since The Dark Knight. And that's really? high praise for me because I don't. Like, it's definitely not on the level of The Dark Knight. Don't get me wrong. Like, that movie, I I don't know. It would take a lot for a movie to get to that for me, uh, personally. But I really, really, really like that movie. And I think it's the best villain that Marvel has ever put in the film, by far. Yeah, I mean, cool, you, man. There's, uh, <laughs> no, there's, all I will say is there's been, That's funny. there's been 18 Marvel movies. Yeah. Somebody did research. This is easily in my top five. Yeah. But Winter Soldier is clearly a superior movie to Meh. to most of the Marvel films. That, that would be all. my runner. That would be my runner up by far. So I don't have a problem with anyone saying that. Like Winter Soldier is high. I think collectively the, the the Captain America trilogy is mm -hmm. their premier the Marvel subject premier. matter in the in the cinematic universe. Meh. That's just my opinion. But yeah, it, Black Panther is certainly in out of eighteen of them in in my top five. That's yeah, nice. yeah, very solid. Movie. I, uh, I, 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 despite all the hype, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not antsy to go see it. I'm just kind of, I'm at a point where I've checked out of superhero movies. To I don't know if it's because the market is kind of saturated like with them, but I do want to see it. And I think part of it is because everybody's talking about it. Yeah, it does. So it's like they figured out he kind of made a movie that takes a good part of like james bond mm -hmm. like there's a lot of gadgetry he kind of has a cue um there's a casino scene in the movie uh and it took that and then applied that to the marvel formula yeah put that in there and then really the biggest compliment i can also give besides the villain is that a lot of the marvel movies lately they've just been about world building like we have to keep relating this back to like what's going on in the marvel cinematic universe uh, as opposed to just telling defined stories that matter for that setting. And that's not the case with this movie. Like, this movie is 100% maybe outside of one or two very small things about Wakanda. 
and the Black Panther and him dealing with issues that are going on. Basically transitioned from being the prince from that we saw in Civil War to then now, because his father has died, becoming whoa, the king. Whoa. That, that was literally in that movie. Whoa. It's been two years. Whoa. <laughs> Not only um, that, but <laughs> not only that, but the um, but yeah. the character T'Challa and Black Panther. Yeah. This is not a knock, but he's probably the weakest character in, um, in the film. Yeah, I agree. But that's agree. not a knock. That, that that's to say he is a strong character, but he, the supporting cast is just insane. Yeah, like it's amazing. Michael B. Jordan as um, as Eric Killmonger. Like they set it up where you totally come back and you're just like. This guy is bad. He needs to be stopped. But I totally understand why he is the way he is. And it makes sense for him to be that way. And you can actually empathize and be like, I totally can understand. If if I was put in that same predicament he was, I probably could end up the same way. And it, they do a good job even like when they pull in the real world stuff and kind of like relation to current events going on, things like that. It never once feels preachy. It feels like they're finding a way to like legitimately say, if you were in this situation, how would you view this? And that's what he's kind of used for. Like, and it it makes sense. It makes it relatable. Plus, it has actually pretty good humor too. It's not over the top like some of the other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Let's go see it. I'm down. Yeah, Take go see it. it. You want to yeah. go? Let me know. I will. When go do you want to go? Soon. Yeah. Okay. We'll John needs to go too. <laughs> Yeah, you need to go get audio because uh, obviously had the sound been better, it would have been my top. <laughs> well, like that's it. Like the music in that, yeah. from the score to the songs done by Kendrick, is like the way he it's incorporated is just really cool, and like it feels appropriate is the best way. Like, yeah. like there's a part with like Michael B. Born, me Jordan, like where he's got this one yeah moment. And like is got a hard classic like Timberland beat playing in the background. You're just like, yeah. I mean, I, I said it last <laughs> week that if you if you pair music with the right thing, sure. it makes something just ordinary, extraordinary. And movies are no exception for that. So that's really dope. I, yeah. I really, I'm gonna. Me and Jeff are gonna go see it. It just got locked in right here. You should go see it in IMAX too. That's uh, actually one of the few I would actually recommend in IMAX. My old ears can't handle IMAX. You're, you tried to go Dolby Atmos. No, I hear in IMAX. Nah. I hear I hear special effects noises. But if somebody actually tries to talk on screen uh-huh. while those loud noises are going, I can't hear a word they say. You're, you're so it turns old. into like uh, it turns into Charlie Brown parents. Dude, you're, you're old rah, 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 rah. No, I mean I think it's everybody because I mean we were in we watched Justice League that one time. Sure. And you got the audience laughing because. The Flash was digging a grave, and you said, you're the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, I went back and saw it the second time, and he actually said something while he was digging. He goes, yeah. it seems disrespectful to use my powers to dig dig Superman out of his grave. So nobody heard that. Wait, what? That was in an IMAX theater. Nobody heard that line. Subtext. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's ridiculous. I was just making that's, because that's irrelevant. It's just fun to make Did that something joke. happen to Superman? <laughs> Spoilers. I know that something, something, quote unquote, happened, but I don't. You were there. I thought not for the resolution of said issue. (laughs) I don't think that was the most. To be fair, that's not the most ridiculous part of that scene, right? Jeff, why are why are you here? (laughs) I'm wondering that myself. Fifteen minutes in, it's all good. Anything else Um, going down? We've done worse. The Olympics are still going on. Yeah. Norway's uh, kicking everybody's butt. I think the ladies' uh, figure skating is tonight. 
Possibly. Just saying. The, yeah. One of the big stories I saw was a Russian athlete got caught for doping. In curling. In curling. No. Curling. A male which, curler. <laughs> which which now the, they had a they had a, a thing in place to where because of the previous doping in this Olympics they have to be known as the Olympic athletes from Russia, right? Yeah. yeah. OAR. <laughs> That's and then, funny. And then if they got to a point they were going to try to work Jeez. it out where at the medal ceremony or at the closing ceremony, they could be recognized as, as Russia again. Well, that ain't happening. And this little <laughs> curling doping thing could mess all that up. It's either so one you're saying there are people in Russia that find way to find ways to cheat at things and uh, don't play by anything. the rules. Yeah, just I'm everyone back no away, <laughs> back away from a ten foot pole right now. <laughs> That's funny. So the doping was collusion. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? They've right had now? a problem. Yeah, they've had a problem. So is he the, forever. Do you know if he's a sweeper or if he's the coaster? <laughs> he was. He was the coaster guy. They showed. The Why picture. would you need any strength to do that? I don't know. Forearm strength, dog. You got to guide it down there, right? You know what I'm saying? That is a big cement block, though, isn't it? That's what that is. But it's maybe he coated can, cement. It's I wouldn't be surprised if he like maybe he competes in other things, uh-huh. and he's just always. I mean, it's just that's the problem over there. They all freaking. Dope. Are you seriously going to make that accusation right now? It's been well, Chris, proven by Chris, the freaking... We, we uh, already knew that because yeah. it was proven by Sylvester Stallone in Rocky Four. Correct. Good point, John. Good point. But it was validated by the... Cue in uh, that music and head Columbia on to the topic. <laughs> uh, yeah. We <laughs> yeah, ready? We should. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably... Yeah. the wrong mountain. <laughs> Let's do it. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is. <laughs> it came in way too high. He's, like, he's so excited. I'm excited. That. The You're topic. Peaked. You're peaking. You got this, John. The Go topic on. is, and it's why Jeff is here today. Huh? The topic is Celeste. There you go. Why did you go NPR on me right then? In the end, that's because, kind of, that's because kind of he was thing. peaking, and I told him good. to is it your calm thing? down. Does it sound good? Yeah. You yeah. peaked so hard. <laughs> I like the the. Yeah, that sounds like. Yeah. And speaking of peaks. <laughs> Speaking of peaks of shite games, um, so <laughs> all right, so look, I'm gonna play this role, and maybe John will too. Is y'all get to talking about this game? Okay, make me want to like it. Okay. I, okay, I absolutely think it's it's ridiculous. You know what? I tried something different this week. I actually wrote stuff down. I Did thought you? Of you and I was like, oh. if he wrote stuff down. Yeah. I should probably do it too it, instead of just rehearsing in my mind, hoping I bring it up. It helps so to be prepared it. when you got to talk. Yes. Just saying PowerPoints like, and whatnot. I like watched, I watched Colin Cowherd one day. I was like, he appears to be writing these things down in advance. <laughs> See, Jeff, Colin for, Cowherd is. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Who, who's, who's Colin Cowherd? He, you know, the you know, you know the Colin Cowherd. Who is he? Wherever you're listening, uh, yeah, <laughs> he does a, a talk radio show on sports channels. He was on oh, ESPN. That's why. That's now why he's on Fox he and a, sports, known mm-hmm. as the Herd with Colin Cowherd, and Colin uh, he's very controversial. Kind of, he says, yeah, he says things. He's he very, says things. yeah. Is he, he as doesn't. controversial as me? He kind of looks. No, he kind of looks really. weaselly. Kind of like one of those kind of faces. I know the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's that. Guy. You could tell he's from the uh, from the Pacific West. You could just look at me like. Yeah, he's that guy. guy. Mm. He's like a fob bomb. He likes to stir the Mm. stir the drama. He does like to, though. He doesn't. He doesn't have the the character guess like. like Anyways, we probably should talk about this game. It's it's probably fine. Um. So (laughs) here we go. 
Here we go. Uh, so while I was playing this, I was thinking, for the most part, while I'm playing a game, I kind of think there are three major categories that you end up judging them on. Yeah. Uh, and I find with most great games, good or great games, at least two of those three, usually the game hits home at. Can I guess right? which three? No. Okay. Uh, first, how can, how good does this game run? You know, does it crash? Does it does it consistently have to load? Uh, is there just constant glitching? You know, stuttering frames, things like that's that. Like things seven like, things. That well, that's part of it. This <laughs> is all it's under all the, the one category. It's the umbrella. I'm giving you examples. Why did you of make what pivot that's... tables on your notes, dude? <laughs> did you make pivot tables? Is there a <laughs> Chris, did you make pivot tables? I do that over there. I do that all day. I don't have to do this at home. This is one note. This is not Excel. Y'all don't even know. Um. Second is how well is the game design? Does it have progression systems that make sense? When you're playing a platformer, are the levels, you know, are they fun? Are they intricate? Does it ever get boring while you go through? Just feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. If you're playing a sports game, does it actually feel like you're recreating the environment that you see whenever you watch or attend a sporting event live? That's very important to me. And finally, how good is the narrative? Are the characters developed? Is there an antagonist I can at least understand what his motivations are? Does the story arc make sense? And does it deliver? Now, dude, as I said, <laughs> most, dude, most great games, of that. <laughs> right? Most great games, I would say, obtain two of those categories. Skyrim notoriously crashes everywhere, but it has stories that are memorable and has a world that you just want to get lost in for hours, right? When you play something like Super Mario Odyssey, the story is kind of a secondary thought. There's not much behind it. It's a basic thing, but man, the levels are amazing, and that game runs like a champ. Never once did it ever crash on me. PUBG, on the other hand, is a game that, for the most part, for being something that was in early development, was pretty stable, and has this world that allows you to create stories for yourself that can never be duplicated elsewhere. But at the same time, the progression system, if you ask people, probably the reason why it's suffering a little bit right now, it's kind of, it, it's non-existent. It's not there. That's the one big knock on that game. Every now and then, though, I find you get games that actually hit all three of these. Tell us. Such as Portal. Portal hits mm, everything. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm, GTA mm-hmm. 5, even though GTA 5 takes this one long time to load in, mm-hmm. after that, it runs like a champ. You one, never have a problem no matter where you're going in that world. It's always running great. And, you're set. and then finally, I'd also say Overwatch. Overwatch, which is really weird because you think there is no story in the game, but yet that game has elicited more characters and fandom for its characters than almost every game out the last couple of years. Uh, I will say this, and I don't say it lightly. Celeste is actually one of these games, and it might be the only platformer I can think of that actually hit all three of these marks. And that's why I think it's one of the best games I've played in recent That was such an amazing monologue. Thank you. I feel like you did that in the mirror. (laughs) But it was good. I mean, that was like like on point. You had this look on your face. See, when I prep... I actually well, yeah, I do. guess so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Apparently, just, I need to start doing this. Every that week. was just a really good intro. See, I don't have any prep, so I can tell you about my experience with the game. So I'm, I'm digging through Steam one day, and I see that Celeste, 
and it sparks my interest. Then a couple of days said, later, that's a pretty name. Yeah. So you saw you saw <laughs> so you saw it on your own prior to Chris maybe reaching out yeah, and saying, "Hey, yeah. I saw it on Steam." Um, and I, I thought, well, this looks intriguing, but it doesn't look like something I want to play on my PC. Um, I understand. It's just it just yeah. doesn't appeal to me in that you way. You do have a, a BA PC, right? A couple of days later, probably over mean? a Nod. cold one or something. Chris, um, he he mentions. Uh, Celeste as a game I should check out. And I'm like, well, I was looking at that on Steam just a couple of days ago. And um, he sold me when he told me it's on um, Switch, right? And I thought, okay, now I saw it and it didn't appeal to me for my PC, but if this is on the Switch, okay, this looks like something I can get in, get out of quick, get a couple levels in, that kind of thing. And that's what it ended up being. Um, I spent most of my time playing in between you know, trips to grandma's house or if I'm at work and I go sit in my car at lunch, it's a good game that I can sit, knock out a couple of levels. That being said, it is very tough. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of, in a certain way of uh, Cuphead because uh, Cuphead is yeah. the kind of game that it's not very, it's not super complex. It's something you can fire up at home. You can start playing <clears throat> um, and you're basically going to play the same level. I don't know, 10, 50 times, depending on how good you are. 10, 50 times. <laughs> but if I only needed once on some of those levels, and yeah. no, I'm kidding. I, knew that. <laughs> it, I had to carry them through. But it can, you know, <laughs> at, just like Cuphead, it can be relatively brutal. Um, For sure. The thing I say about Celeste is, is it would push it. First of all, it, it tracks the number of times you die. Yes. Um, it tracks certain uh, collection components, like collecting strawberries and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it has that. It has that component where you and a friend could sit there and you could, um, you know, compare who's who's done the who's collected the most or who's died the most times, that kind of thing. Um, but my goal was to get through it. And, and what Celeste does well is even though it, it can be brutal at times with muscle memory and and having to get through these levels going almost on a perfect run. It's like once you do it, they designed it so that you do you you fail so many times and then you finally do it. And you yes. you get that sigh of relief. And it's not brutal enough that I hit a point where I go, you know what, forget this. I'm just tired of doing it. It's brutal enough to make me really have to work at it. Yes. So so um, when you guys talk about this game, <laughs> uh it's it's I didn't know that you played it on Switch, so uh, keep in mind that you played it on Switch, Jeff, but Chris, you played it on PS4. PS4. So yeah. though, I'd like to see if there are any striking differences or mm-hmm. if From, you kind of still pretty much get the same. So, so I thought about that. That's a yeah. good point. Um, as I play on the Switch, now uh, you can use your main movement controls with the directional pad mm-hmm. or with the left analog stick. I use the analog stick. Um, there, This is kind of a left, right, up, down, diagonal, I guess, yeah, yeah. Um, movement patterns. But in a lot of the movement uh, controls you have to do, you have to go exactly right and then exactly up. Any any variance, and you're hitting spikes on a wall or something yeah. that's going to kill you. So as I'm playing on the Switch, there were many times that I would get a little frustrated where I'm going, no, I'm hitting right, but it's going diagonal. And when Chris was playing, he, he informed me that you know, he was playing on his PlayStation. And then, to your point, I was thinking... I wonder how that varies, you know, how much more con- or less control he may have playing on his PlayStation versus the Switch. I, I kind of found personally, I mean, I'd have those instances like where it just feels like I have muscle memory. You're you're doing something and then you're asked to change suddenly and you think you're changing. But really, when you look down, you're you're not. <laughs> uh, and over time, as I learned the 
as I got more refined, I found myself like if I was telling him to go up or her to go up, she went up. If I told her to go right, she went right. If I told her to go diagonal right, she was going diagonal right. Told her. Yep, I did. So I told with, her. With that said, you've told us it's a platformer. Yeah. Um, you so, told us that it's it's kind of hard. It's kind of cupheadish. So yeah. so tell me a little bit more. So the basis behind it, this is a 2D side-scrolling platformer. It's designed by Matt Thornton. He's probably most well-known for uh, Towerfall, which was out on, like, the only good thing that ever came from the Ouya. And then eventually, that, that, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and then that eventually got ported over to 360, or I'm sorry, Xbox One, PS4 as Towerfall Ascension. It's kind of like that game is ahead of its time because it's like a 2D platformer, but it's a 2D platformer battle royale where you each have like an arrow and you have to go around the level trying to figure out how to get the arrow across to your enemy and be the last one who survives. Um, he also did a bunch of super. Uh, Super Mario Maker levels that were like really praised by the community. So this is kind of his thing. He's known for doing level design 2D platforms. Just a one man show? Uh, I think he's got like three or four other core people, but okay. there's like they, this game had probably about a team of, I'd say, 20 or 30 people from what I gathered looking at the credits. Mm. Um, you looked at the credits? As, of course. Can I ask you about Thanks, you mentioned the, the variation between you thinking you're moving the, the stick? one way and it goes off the rails why wouldn't you use the directional pad for sometimes that? it I would did. seem more it would seem more natural you know I, I naturally went to the analog stick and after playing for so long i got to thinking you know what this reminds me a lot of like old i'm going to show my age here is thinking back to like contra yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the contra controls were the same and it worked just right on the nes controller and then i got to thinking you know i'm going to switch to the directional pad and, but after spending so much time with the analog stick, it had become unnatural feeling. So I went back to the analog stick. For me, it was I, those kinds of things to me. I actually like using analog because it, it, it reminds me kind of like an arcade stick back in the day. It just feels like you have more natural fluid control. It's easier to go, okay, I want this versus then trying to press two buttons down at once and hoping you timed it right. Mm -hmm. So I, it, it was just adjusting. And once you, learn the muscle memory you come back and it's like those early levels like when i went back hunting for strawberries it was like a breeze and things that maybe took me five times i was i was getting all the strawberries and clearing it on the you first get all time. them strawberries dude, yeah, think no, about all them strawberries. think about the last time you really used a d-pad on like a newer thing yeah it doesn't feel like it like you're thinking of how like like he said a contra or maybe a mario felt holding a nes yeah uh controller and then but it just it's not right anymore i yeah I it's you're not, not right you're, anymore. It's it's more like 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 they use it in PUBG on the Xbox is to access a different gun or like your ammo. Yeah, kit. it feels it's, like they've got a another four uh, buttons. Yeah, basically, it's that's, not really that's used for direction usual. anymore. I'm yeah. trying to think. I feel like I use it a lot for yeah, simple you do. platformers. Oh. Well, that's because you're old. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. And you it's see just your that, change. It's just that precision. Like um, even when I'm playing, like. Um, Super Metroid, I'll go back and use that. It's just like, it's so natural to... Yeah, yeah, because you put hundreds of hours doing it that way. So it makes sense for you if you have the option to do that. And I'll tell you this, the if, if you know, as a Switch owner, I wonder just how durable are these things. Man, I worked that analog stick. <laughs> worked it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. you know, when I die 600 times <laughs> on one yeah. level, because it tells you. Yeah, and I'm sitting there. Oh, I mean, you died six hundred times on a level. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. 
it's it it's tough. Yeah, but it's um, but it's not like like you say Cuphead getting on your nerves. Tough. It's not in the way. Um, is it more Cuphead, like Super Meat Boy? It is a little bit more like Super Super Meat Boy, and I would say they actually have a word for this. It's called uh, as far as its genre, it's like a subgenre called the uh, massacre uh, genre because it's about punishment. Like Super Meat Boy is considered this, Spelunky is considered this to a lot of people. But yeah, it's not like Cuphead where you Cuphead requires you to do a boss fight and for three or four minutes, whatever it takes you to be perfect the whole entire time. You get like three three hit points and that's it. And if you get hit by the three hit points, you are done and that's it. And you have to restart the whole level. This game, it's more of like if you you have a whole chapter to get through, but you have very short sections that you have to get through and be perfect on. And every time you get through, it saves it as far as like a checkpoint. And you can start there from every time you die from there on out. And I can tell you another another thing. When I finished it, Holden, my son, who's nine, he says, uh, <laughs> I remember this. he got intrigued by watching me play. He said, I want to play it. Yeah. So, you know, initially wanting to buy it for his Switch. And I said, no, buddy, because I'm thinking this is going to be a waste of money if I buy it from my nine-year-old. He's going to play because it, it's tough, and he's going to just put it down. He's not going to play it. Holden has, I mean, he got into it, and he's he's surprised me with how far he's went. So my whole point in saying that is, is I, I don't want to I don't want to oversell how hard it is because it is tough. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, a nine-year-old can play it and get relatively yeah. far into the game. It's, but what I also where's he do, at? As an NES kid, we he's, were playing games like that. He's, yeah. I believe, he's made it past the uh, castle. Spoilers. Still, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, which again, like I said, is surprising. Yeah. But I want to make sure that the, one of the things we talk about when we talk about this game is not necessarily how tough it is, because it is. Sure. The style is 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 that considered eight bit? Uh, sixteen bit, because it's supposed to be SNES style. Right. Yeah. It looks. I don't know. What it Chris looks just like said. it looks like NES. Honestly, no, it does no and I'll tell you why I know, because within the game, there is a hidden computer you can find uh-huh. in the hotel that literally has an 8-bit version of the game in it, and it tells you. If you, if you go to their website, <laughs> you can play the 8-bit version, Yeah, but don't attempt no, it. It's, I, I, got, I got about to 5,000 feet was where I finally said, why am I doing this? And I, I went back to playing so, the game. So is Celeste the good guy or the bad guy? So the okay, so that's a good question. Yeah, we were talking Celeste so much. Is, no, it's so fine. It's fine. You it's, uh, you play as a girl. Her name is Madeline. If you I'm want, out. if you want, you can. Uh, that's funny. Did you hear that? Yes. I'm out. Uh, if you want, you can change her name, and I think that's probably so. If you're a female playing, you could make it your name if you I want to. I was, I was yeah mad. i just did madeline mm-hmm. uh you're a young girl who has traveled to canada to a place called celeste mountain can i finish please can i finish <laughs> can I finish? um she's heard prior to this that it's a transformative experience and she's at a point in her life uh where she feels like she needs a transformative moment she needs she's, she's not sure to why canada? She's not sure why, she's but heard, she's, she's gone in through her, has good stuff. She's gone Canadian. it through her head <laughs> that basically she needs to do this. She needs to do something that's hard and to overcome it. You know, something that most people probably would never do. You know, who here has ever even attempted to really climb a real mountain? No one, right? I will, I will Stone say, Mountain, Georgia, my friend. Stone a real mountain. mountain. Oh, no. No, never. <laughs> we yeah. were uh, geocaching one day and they wanted, uh, and by they I mean a guy at this table. 
yeah. wanted to go down a mountain of death, which wasn't really a mountain. And I refused. I mean, well, it's going the long way. <laughs> I mean, you get, you're in you the top even, of, you don't remember fair, that, do you? I've been to, no. <laughs> I've been to concerts with you where we sat in the upper area and you panicked at those heights. So I can't imagine Dude, what it would be like if you went to 8,000 Certain feet. stadiums have that angle where you're like, if you're scared of heights, it's, it's one thing, but you don't feel secure because you're almost leaning forward. Yeah. And then it didn't help with the people. Yeah, they hanging over. To hang off the railing of the upper deck, dancing. But yeah. enough about that. Yeah. Um, so Madeline has basically three controls, as Jeff's alluded to. Um, you can jump. You can do very early on. You discovered that she can do while she jumps. She can do an A air dash, dash. Yeah. and basically that resets any time you get to level ground. Uh, and then she also has the ability to grasp on walls and climb for a limited amount of yeah, time. Yeah, it's kind of it's got a stamina s- system that's probably best comparable lately to Zelda's climbing system like where her hair will start to flash whenever you're running out of stamina and then turn red when you're completely depleted. Uh and that's it. That's like the only controls you get in the whole game. The basic core control never once changes. Um it's more of what the designers do with the levels themselves to take those basic three controls and challenge you to overcome obstacles that are one really creative two really freaking hard and three really freaking rewarding when you finally beat them. There's no enemies. It's all, um, there are, there are a few, but not a lot. So you can fight, you can fly, you cannot fight and you can crow. When I first started in this game, you are not Peter Pan. I, th- I thought I was getting myself into Good like a uh, Metroidvania style game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the game, you know, there, there, you, you hit points where you go, okay, I can go this route or I can go this route. Oh, I really don't want to, because one route may take you to to get some strawberries, which are more than anything collectibles. Another route may take you towards your, you know, path of completion. <clears throat> <laughs> no, yeah, he's right. Like, um, there's hold up, and, let that marinate. And, We're and, good, all right. <laughs> and the, and the thing is, is I wasn't necessarily out for the strawberries. I didn't sure. want to put that kind of time into this kind of a difficult game. I kind of wanted to see the story play out because saying that to me, one of the most important parts of this game is the story. For sure, what um, this game represents mm-hmm. after playing and completing it is it's it's. It's a, it's very positive and it's really, um, I don't know what to talk about, what not to talk about. So I'll let you do I mean, so, but I um, think, so she goes to Canada, she goes to Canada to um, see Tim Hortons. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, really the big thing is without spoiling too much, mm-hmm. I would say this is a story at its core about two big issues that I think have plagued a lot of people. I mean, including people I know, um, depression and anxiety. Like without going too much into spoilers, yeah. what's going Panic on? Panic disorder, there. Um, yeah. anxiety. So was it like the other game y'all played? Oh, was that a little bit different? No, Since that that was that was more of um a, a about psychosis and going insane. Like this is more of like you know people get depressed. People, you know, like I have friends who literally I've been at large public areas with where all of a sudden they look around and all of a sudden they have to leave because. The fact that they're in a room with 10,000 people, just it hits them and, and they can't take it because they've realized that and they panic about the situation and what could happen or what could not happen. And they leave. I've had people who get who, who, you know, friends who and roommates 
who have gone through very large fits of depression in their life. And it's something that a lot of games don't talk about, but this one actually does and does it in a way that doesn't feel cheap. I guess it's the best way to say it feels like a great representation of what that is. And more importantly, how hard it is to do something about those things. When Madeline starts up this mountain, mountain, one of the first characters she uh, comes across is the older lady. Oh yeah. And (laughs) if I remember correctly, she basically tells her, you can't do this. I don't know why you're trying. You can't do this. Yeah. And she insists that I'm, well, I'm going to try anyway. And she starts up the mountain and you're almost on this adventure with Madeline because as a player, I'm telling myself, this is difficult. This is hard. I don't know how much I want to put into this. It would yeah. be easy for me to quit. And what's really funny is in the dialogue, even the, the writers or developers or whatever they are, Both um, people put into the dialogue, <laughs> they even, they will give reference to the character, but it's almost like they're talking to you because yeah. they'll tell you, don't for give sure. up, keep going. Was You're it? almost there. You're getting there. That kind of thing. Do you find and yourself the rooting for her? Oh, yeah. As you're doing uh, this? One definitely. of the best yeah. things that they say to you is uh, don't be upset with your death count because if you're dying in this game, you're, you're learning. Right. Yep. Yeah, you're learning. And, and it's true. As you keep experimenting, you, you all of a sudden go, aha, and you see it. You see something that you haven't tried before. Or this jump the first five times you tried just seems so impossible to nail right you just eventually get fluid at it. You you get to a point where nine times out of 10, you're going to hit it. Playing, I really felt bad thinking the number of people that may just say enough of this. I'm tired of this. And this, there's a very nice story there that needs to be seen and heard about, you know, certain issues like panic disorder. There's moments in the game where Malin just is, is, is almost like she can't take it. And another character may tell her, hang on. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah. And there is a breathing exercise yeah. in the middle of this game to help her cope with her panic and what I keep referring to as panic disorder to help her. She's having panic attacks yeah. and he's coaching her through those panic attacks and teaching her. And I think that where this game starts, where it goes and how it finishes to me, you know, there's moments in the game that I wish that I could. I'm watching certain there's no cutscenes, but there are dialogue moments between two characters for sure. Where I'm, I'm thinking, man, this is, this is really deep and this is really important. And I want to, at the end of the game, go back and play it for someone like my wife or can I get one? Well, they do have, um, I, I want your wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, oh, we can play. We're awful. like this. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Ball drops. <laughs> we just Ryan leave that. I, you can't fair, blame me. It's not really something I say. Oh, really? Don't, don't try to check you're it just out. Gonna, on you're going to, yeah. You're not part of the team, John. So if I one day just go, yeah, me and my wife, you don't, yeah, you don't say yeah. your wife, but no, to be never, fair, you had me just now that's probably and I, I don't know if the, the listeners will see it, but <laughs> yeah, I went at it too fast. No, no. I'm leaned in. Like I'm listening. They I want to hate you're... this so bad. Now they're like, wait a minute. Well, what's going on? Here? We're still, we're still getting me. And I mean, you're, you're saying that a story is told um, very much, but it watching you play it and knowing that. I, I don't have the urge to play it now. It's an equal I'll tell you this. It's an equal balance of, okay, I'm going to play for this period. Then I get some story. I'm going to play yeah. for this period. Then I'm going to get some more story. And what I was saying was that there are moments where, you know, I want to go, wow, that was really kind of deep and really kind of impactful and, and important for other people to hear where I want to go back and play it for, for my wife or, or your wife. Yes. Or a friend and say, 
just just read this. Just listen to this. And now, but I but the problem is, is I don't know that there are those save points within the game so that I could do so. So really, well, if I told John go play it, the only way he's going to get all of that is to play through himself. Well, there is one way you could do it because uh, I have a, I have a m- yeah, mutual yeah. friend who uh, who also got this game and he quit. He quit for those very reasons. He was like, God, this game is hard. He's like, I'm just going to go back to Battlefront. Um, and it was actually a person I really wanted to play this game because I was like, he will relate to this a lot. Um, and what there is, if, and you've probably seen this and I've researched after the fact, there's a thing if, before you start that says assist mode. If you turn that on, it basically makes you so that you can float through the levels. Really? Like, yeah, it takes away the, the challenge. The, yeah. Like there's no challenge for it. So like, yeah, if you wanted to get someone just through that basic story and that's how you played. No, I, I got Dude, You played on easy mode. We know it. There is no easy mode. You I just, got 75. You just told us about the easy mode. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I feel like in reviewing games like you guys do yeah. that, one of the things you have to really do is hold back on spoilers. Cause you don't sure. want to spoil the, the enjoyment of a game for a person. This is the kind of game that there's so much we're not talking about. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, that, there's a... That, because I don't want to spoil the experience for anybody, but there's so many components to the game that we're not talking about there's, that I'm doing an injustice by not being able to. Really there's a think. bunch of characters in this game that you meet that are all memorable. There's there's a fellow traveler that you meet um, who's kind of your main companion, and Theo. He's he's kind of like... Cosby? He's kind of like your ground. Like, he's your he's your guide for Huxtable. entertainment. Like. <laughs> Huxtable, yeah. Theo Huxtable, He's sorry. the one who brings in the... Uh, <laughs> He's the one who brings in the like the lighthearted humor and the fact like takes away from the seriousness of this whole entire thing and makes it relatable. There's a there's a hotel clerk named Mr. Iyoshi uh, or Oshiro, whatever it is. Something. Yeah, something like that. Basically, he's this guy who consistently is trying to win your affection and then consistently doubts himself at the same time. He's like, why the heck would they ever care what I have to say? Um, and then there's a, there's another character <laughs> that we won't the, the, the main yeah. character. I yeah. Think. We won't, there is another character that kind of in a way serves as a villain. Um, and that is a very memorable part too. And I won't say anything else on that because you should just discover that for yourself if you're going to play this game. Um, but it all adds up to a scenario where I think where when you finally reach your end point in this game, you feel relief in a way that is so like there are a few games that I've beaten where afterwards I was so happy to finally see the final picture of this game. Yeah, I saw a final pick and uh, cause I beat it a couple of days before yeah, Chris. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> and I screenshot, you know, this final pick and I sent it to him. I'm like, yeah, let's cause I'm going to be honest with you. I wondered if, if, you know, if he would complete this game, I had I'd climbed this glasses. mountain, so to speak, and, and <laughs> finished it. I was proud of myself because I yeah. typically won't finish a game. I finish most games I play, but I don't finish. He winked. All of them. Or, yeah. or not not games of this Still type. Still finished Cuphead. No, I haven't. Neither have I. I haven't finished Resident Evil, Jeff. I know that. <laughs> I listen yeah. to Sean talk week to week, and every time Resident Evil comes up, yeah. and even I then, smile a little bit. The, yeah, but the surprising thing is, even then after you beat the game, there's so much more to do afterwards. Yeah. If you and, and afterwards, like what I liked was this game is difficult enough that I don't think most people they're just willing to invest the time they can beat it and 
it won't completely break them. But afterwards, then the kid gloves come off. And then they yeah. have these things where every level has a cassette tape you can find. For kids, those are uh, audio tapes from the 1980s and 90s that you could listen to uh, records on. And uh, they obviously your, want you to attempt some speed runs. You well, just said, well, you said it's cassette more, tapes and records in the same sentence that threw me off. Yeah, but, I know. But anyway, work out. Every every level has a B side and it unlocks a secondary harder version of the level. So now it's like hard mode. Yeah, basically like okay, hey, now <laughs> you know how before we gave you this much room to hit the ledge, you got about this much. So you have to perfectly time your yeah, jumps. And that's too much. And for me. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. how many people like? A lot of games offer hard modes, right? Sure. At this table, there's four of us. How many, once you beat a game that you feel like, man, I, I deserve, this feels good, how many of us really go back in and try to play it on hard mode or really even play it again? Negative. I've done it on a few. I've done it on Witcher. Like once I play a game, I'm done with it, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Like it goes I, on the shelf, the I, collection. And yeah. It just depends. Like, when, But this is nice because, in a way, they're still new levels because they've changed them up so much you don't feel like eh. you're playing the exact same thing again. Eh. And you get more infuriated. And yeah, I just... It's, every time Metroid has a hard mode, I go through that. Like, uh, Other M had, like, a situation where you can well, only get one energy tank for the entire game on yeah. hard mode and... Do you know why I think that is? And I, and I think I, I think we all may even agree to this. Dishonored, I'm the same way with Dishonored. Both, Call of, both, of, the, both of those you just named, you love everything about those franchises. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you're playing a game you love. It's not just a game like a Celeste that you run through and then you're like, oh, I'm going to play hard mode. I don't think you'd have that same attachment to it yeah. because you don't like like it's not established enough in your mind like a Metroid or a Dishonored is. Mm. Well, I was thinking okay. that you may I say, yeah. I think I was thinking you might say Metroid, so. That makes sense. Mm. I, mean, I don't know if I got a game like that other than like Mario, but there's like no hard mode Mario. No. I mean, you with know? Mario, it's more of like after you're in it. I had a little bit of the same thing here. It's like as soon as you beat it, you go back and you start looking at how do I get that star that yeah. I just couldn't figure. I wasn't going to take the time to figure out before. You know, well, the like, mental notes you make about when I get yeah. this, this ability, I'll come back to get that thing. I never go get those things. Yeah, I came back because like at first I was like. <laughs> I know I have to be Jeff and strawberries like, and I, I, I fear him telling me how much he has. And then I'm going to be like, well, I have this much. And then we're going to go back and forth forever trying to get strawberries. That's why we're not even going to cross that bridge, Chris. Oh, we are. That's, that's our, that's our finale. I'll come back and I'll just go 100. What were you saying, John? (laughs) Kidding. I don't. Oh yeah. Speaking of, speaking of, uh, resident evil, like if you, the, the, like that's the only genre I would refuse to go back to and play hard mode because mm. the concept of less bullets, less <laughs> weapons, less health, and scary monsters coming out of dark places, I will not do. That's called Halo. <laughs> hey, Jeff, <laughs> uh, do you have Rush of Blood? I do. Is it crazy? It is. Whoa, whoa, what's Rush of Blood? It's a PSVR game that I oh, saw. Yeah. Speaking, oh, is that hey, whoa, Until whoa, whoa, Dawn? Whoa, not yet. Hold off. Is that a spinoff on? I hey, thought that was we are a, saving PlayStation VR talk for a very specific part of that news. <laughs> I just want to say this because you mentioned Resident Evil. You know I love that game. You oh, know God, I love that yeah. genre. Yeah. For sure. Sit, I really missed the opportunity to be on the podcast where that was discussed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, right? Yeah. You because, could have taken my spot. No spoilers, though. <laughs> you know, I would I would sit and play the game and just sweat because oh, yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> it was so intense. And I'd walk in the living room. I'd be like wiping my forehead and Timmy's like what's what wrong you with you doing? I'm like that game you're like looking at my, my phone because my of that five. I finished it I loved it it's in my top five yeah. 
I will not play that on VR. Just I'm not going to do that. I can understand that. Why not? Speaking of speaking mm-hmm. of Resident Evil, though, again, yeah. uh, the Evil Within Two Ooh. has added a first person mode. Okay. Really? I, I I read it on IGN. I that's thought of you immediately. That's one I've put on pause. Yeah, but that's okay. That makes that, me that gets go, my attention. Yeah. Yeah, y'all some first-person loving fools. Um, We're going to go off alone yeah. for a second. <laughs> so, Celeste. <laughs> um, but yeah, I told you, just a second. <laughs> wrapping up, though. Never. Um, Never. What? I have to say, like I said, there are a few games that have given me this level of accomplishment. It felt like a metaphor for life when I beat this game. It's just a game, Chris. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I do not say that, like, you know, there are very few games that get to that point and i was when i came in and i started playing this i was like this is going to be an okay game that i think some people overvalue and then as it went along i was like oh wait no this really is going to probably be one of the top five games i play this year like i will be that one is right now cemented at number one and it ain't going anywhere anytime soon i think whoa final question for jeff how often do you take your switch to grandma's house um, it's a good point because that's what I was going to say. <laughs> is if you're if you're anything like me, what what do we pay for this game? Like twenty nine bucks. It's twenty bucks, I think. Oh, nineteen ninety nine. If you're like anything like Can't me, hide money, and and you got a switch, <laughs> you've played Zelda, you've played Mario, you've played Splatoon, mm-hmm. and your switch is just kind of sitting aside. You yeah. need something to do on it. Pay twenty bucks if you got it. Get this game, and it's a it's an easy in and out, and and give it a give it an opportunity. I'm not going to tell you to buy it on your PlayStation or your computer. Maybe Chris can sell you on that angle. But if you're anything like me and you want something new to give your your Switch a workout because I hadn't got one in a while, pick it up. It's cheap. It's fun. It's a good game. It's brutal, but it's not overly brutal. Um, and I think I think it's got a good story, and you should check it out. I bet it sells best on the Switch. If you uh. I would say it does not matter what console you have. I mean, if you like platformers, if you like this it kind of stuff, whatever. then yeah, you're going to be fine. I, d- I definitely will say if I still had a Switch, I probably would have picked this up on Switch. Because it's definitely a game where you could go through one little section and, uh, you know, perfect poop game. Like you could go <laughs> sure, take your poop, work through one or two levels. Then you put the the work poop on machine that hemorrhoid. Yep. Yeah. When you said work on when you said work on one or two levels, I didn't think you'd say one or yeah. two levels. Yeah, <laughs> but Chris, I think I know work what on number um, two work on your levels. <laughs> what I'm about to say, I think I know your answer. You pretty much, you know, let me know. But how many Richards? Nine point five Richards out. Of 10. Oh, that is a lot of Richards. That is, yeah. That's some girth right there. Nine point five Richards out. Of are you familiar with our Richards scale? <laughs> I am very familiar with your. Yeah, Richard. you are. <laughs> My Richard scale. So it's very long Richard right now. I'm going to go 8.5 Richards. Oh, okay. So I liked it more. Not bad. I liked it. There you go. I liked it a lot. Um, much more I just don't want to. I don't, I don't, I don't want to over <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. evaluate. Um, but I definitely like the game and I, I, I'm going 8.5. There you go. Okay. Solid. Like so yeah. That's, that's a hey, John. Those this are, is when you chime in. You say, you know, based on IGN scores. Or whatever one you say, that's a... I think they gave it a 9.2. No, no, but you say based 10. on the scale of... Did they give it a 10? Yeah. Like a 7 for them was like a, an outstanding game. You always say that. What's oh, that good. Little, uh, yeah. But an 8.5 according to the IGN scale is great. <laughs> There's great. Okay. 9.5 would be amazing. That is true. Amazing. Yes. That's what they go with. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Go pick this up. Um, you Jeff, too. today I, you don't have... Don't tell weighed. me what to do. Well, you don't pick this up because when... Well, no, you too. When did, when do you guys ever play platformers? 
When was the last time you played like Super Mario Odyssey for five minutes? Right? I, I still play Mario Odyssey. You never turn on your Switch many, anymore. I oh, can't. that's right. I beat so, it. That's because I beat it. <laughs> I'm pretty far in SteamWorld Dig 2. Mm. So five years in. Good job. It no, not SteamWorld Dig 2. It's not five years old yet. No, nah, it's like it's like two one, maybe. Yeah. One or two. That was a game I really wanted to play. That's a good play. game. It's really good. It's perfect on the Switch. Is it? You'd like it. I'm looking forward to Owlboy, right? Yes. Yeah. I've had uh, Owlboy forever on um, Jeff, PC, but I was very happy to see IGN that. IGN gave it a nine something. Yeah. Did it's you, a solid uh, game. you and I were on the same link about Golf Story. Right. That's a good one, too. Right. Did right. you end up getting it? I haven't. We need to get it. That. It also is one that I've played with in oh. my head. Oh. <laughs> Oh well, let's uh let's pivot. Should yeah, we do, do you want to go play with the news? Let's go play with the news, okay? Jeff, yeah. are you going to stick around? If I can, you better. He's, what? Are you, where's he going to go? He ain't got nowhere. Out the door. No. It's Monday night or Wednesday, <laughs> and we got ball drop. We got news to talk about and food to eat. Let you not. Oh, well, let you not. Well, let's I, go. I want him here. Let hey. you not. Hey kids, I heard you. I'm, I'm trying to pivot. <laughs> Let's of course you it. are, nerd. Yep. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! News! So many peaks right there. News! So many peaks. News time. QuakeCon. Quake 2018. QuakeCon 2018 will yeah, be taking going. place at the Gaylord Texan Resort and Convention Center in Grapevine, Texas. From August 9th through the 12th. I remember my first time hearing a word. Uh, the event will reintroduce panels and presentations to take place in the expo hall. The convention will be free and open to the public with the announcement to join North America's largest bring your own PC land party. The year, this year's event will feature sneak peeks on Bethesda's upcoming titles and announcements as well as tournament workshops. And exhibits. All that is very interesting, sure. but I have no idea what set him off. Uh, I think I he, don't know what I did. <laughs> he can't believe that the words "Gaylord" no, were paired together. First of all, no, no, that's not it. It's it's true. That was my tickle box. the 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 part that catches <clears throat> my ear, yeah, uh-huh. is uh, <laughs> is uh, we're gonna get what kind of announcements we might get. Probably quake announcements. Well, <laughs> listen. Isn't Quake out already? There's no reason, um, or is it still in sort of a I can't remember beta phase? I don't know. Andrew, there's know. Happy no birthday, Andrew. Happy birthday, Andrew. There's no reason we're not at that convention. Yes, there is. Sure. Why? I'm not interested. I'm just, yeah, and I'm not going to Texas in the middle of Why? August. Barbecue and girls in short shorts. I love you, honey. I like how you think that's what Texas is. <laughs> right? And Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones. He's just going by Cowboys. See, John, Jerry Jones is. <laughs> I've no, been uh, there in October, and it's been if we went, If we went to something, not the ladies and gentlemen, forgive us while we plan our year, I would go to, like, PAX or something. Yeah, exactly. If, if, we, same if we planned a trip. Andrew could let us stay at the house. We've yeah, talked about that before. Yeah, we should make that happen. Mm-hmm. If you guys would like to see that happen, please convince Chris. And Andrew. You're the one who has a... <laughs> on-site hustle that would take you away on the weekend. Uh, I, I, I got this. You, hey, okay. when did you become my assistant? 
Well, <laughs> you literally gave me your book and said, manage this. But they don't do And then you handed me a check. <laughs> but they don't do QuakeCon just to talk about Quake. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they talk- do it every year. But it's, yeah. it's Bethesda-related things. It's yeah. not just Quake. And this, is after, we'll this is after E3, I'm thinking, right? Yes, it is. Usually they announce their stuff at E3 if they're, mm-hmm. if during the, their press conference. And then QuakeCon... There Doom might be little Doom, things please. they do updates for. I could see maybe like, sure, we have this update coming to Doom, which would make sense, or Wolfenstein. Nine. Usually, <laughs> for the most part, everything with QuakeCon usually re- revolves around Quake, just because that's why they're all there. You know, that's, I will that's say this, John. Um, there's already been two Dooms. That's true. <laughs> what are you talking? Uh, about? In theory, you said, "I hope it's a Doom 2. and I was like, "There's already been, there's already been Dooms." We'll s- okay, they can call it Doom also. <laughs> well, speaking of Doom... Doom again! <laughs> speaking of Doom and unfortunately, Gloom. <clears throat> oh, see, boy. See what I did there? That's a play on words. Yeah, that's a, that's a innuendo. System Shock on hiatus. God. The System Shock remaster is on hold, and the team is reassessing the best path forward in development for the title. <laughs> Fans have been assured that the game has not been canceled, but postponed in order to give the team... More time to, quote, return to the original vision of the game. According to Night Dive Studio CEO Stephen Kick, quote, As the budget grew, we began a long series of conversations with potential publishing partners. The more we worked on the game, the more we wanted to do. And the further we got from the original concepts that made System Shock so great. The project has received 21,000... Packers? You said Packers. I think you mean Did backers. I? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> That's <cool>. funner. <laughs> 21,000 Packers. That's a lot of packs. Um, That's a lot of Packers. Contributing over 1.3 million from the game. I, I think like Polygon had like done some conversations with some folks who <clears throat> supposedly worked on the game or, or mm-hmm. close to that. And from what they say, like they've blown through all that money. Just they got so way maybe, too large in scope, so now they've got to figure out what the heck they're going to do. Well, they talk about everything. They're they're focusing on going back to what they originally planned. I'm wondering yeah. how far the rabbit down the rabbit hole they went. Like, I mean, you've probably I think you're the only one here who's probably played the game. Yeah, the original a long time game. Ago. So it's yeah. like it's like what kind of whacked up wackadoo things are. Were they like adding I'm, to this game? I'm gonna go making it's probably, it longer, making it more chapters, making it. I doubt that. I'm sure it's more about trying to make a game that looks the best it can, and also having to say, "Look, really, we're Chris? using we're using we're using a whole different system than what was used for the original." You, you game. think they're using it to make it look better? Yeah, I mean that's a big part. Was yeah. Rendering. Well, that couldn't have been their problem. Yeah. Though. Sure. I mean, if you have a game that was never made on an engine got him. for it. Right? <laughs> he got me. Yeah. Uh, he got you, me. You take a game that was developed for an engine that was completely different than what we use today, and now you're saying we're going to recreate that game. My Yeti's bigger. And we're going to make it look great and it move in a way that feels good for you as a player today. Y'all just talked about a game last week that they did that too. I mean, yeah, but that's sometimes really hard to do, and especially when you're a very small <laughs> studio like this and you have very limited funds. I mean, one point three million and game money is not a lot. Of it, money. Yeah, game I mean, development. No, no, it's no. a drop in the bucket for most studios. You just that, wanted to say, but that's drop not in the to bucket. say I did. That's not to say that's all <laughs> the money that they had on the game. That's just. I that's think just a, the rumor right now is that they are looking for more backers. Like, mm. not so much Kickstarter backers. It's more like, you know, Financial. publishers, yeah, who are willing to come in and say, like, we'll front you this kind of money. Get for Phil in there. He's picking Microsoft, up everybody else. Microsoft, dude. Yeah. yeah. 
Get yeah. some Microsoft all up on it. I hope they recover this, but I, yeah. I definitely won't be surprised. I mean, look, Kickstarter is a risk, no yeah. matter who you are. This right? is what, yeah, this yeah. is what I wanted. This is a project I wanted to see come out. Sure. Um, so I hope it does. Hopefully, if it's good. Mm-hmm. Please don't do new from this. <laughs> um, PlayStation VR price drop. The oh! PSVR. It's is, time. Is getting a price drop for a limited time. The standalone headset will cost you two hundred dollars between February eighteenth to March third. That is one hundred dollars off its original price. In addition, That's two bundles <laughs> are getting a price drop. The first Doom VFR bundle will cost you three hundred dollars, uh, and the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim VR bundle, which comes with everything plus two move controllers. Uh, will be priced at three fifty. Normally, I believe that's at like four hundred dollars or four fifty. One of the two. Can't remember. Chris, can you remind the audience what VFR stands for? Very. We can't say that word. Reality. No, I thought it was. I thought it was just virtual mm-hmm. and reality. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we'll go with that. Wow, that was really impressive. I, I, I almost I, thought I, I just said it. it. He actually, said it, but didn't. Say it. I actually heard <laughs> virtual, it, but you didn't say reality. It. Right. It's amazing, right? Just Do wait till you wait. I just wait till you play back. It's gonna be great. Do it again. No. I bet you can't do it again. Virtual in reality. Virtual. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap, you did it again. He, he gave the ing. I think it's the K. He gave the ing. He I said mean, virtual in reality. John's oh, have God. the deal being around kids for years. See, if I did it, no, he doesn't. No. <laughs> if I tried it, mm-hmm. I'd say it. <laughs> now, I have to say, I feel bad because even though I've now experienced PlayStation VR. Wait, what? Thanks to the what? wonderful support what? of uh, co-host guest Jeff. This week, yeah. uh, we I have continually forgotten to bring up the fact that I have now played PlayStation VR. You have a PlayStation VR? I do. He does. Yeah. You could have brought it. You could have. Could have. You know, it's it's funny that you say that. Because it's Chris, not. Chris said something about let him borrow it. <laughs> I don't, yeah. if, if you have one of these, you know that that it comes with. There's a lot of cords involved. Really in yeah, yeah. A lot of hookups, cords. Did you recently get it? Uh, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. did you get the updated one with the with less He did not components? I I don't have the move controllers uh-huh. and I I kinda would like to have those. I think I, what are they, sixty bucks? God. Yeah, but you he's asking you have the first version, right? Yeah, yeah they, the V one. The like series one. It down yeah. So yeah. we had this talk around Christmas time. Yeah. I think so. I got the one that came with the Gran Turismo bundle. That's yes. not helping us at all. That is that's it's the helping one. you. That's the one. That's the V one. Uh, of course, I think the only difference is so that it get, doesn't get screwed is one has a pass through, right? Um, the from what it's I've read, the biggest thing. things that are different are the way the wires are managed. They're on not the as headset. cumbersome. Um, like the a way Wii the, U. the <laughs> there are actually earbuds that are included directly on the headset, and they're kind of designed in a way to fold back and fold in uh, conveniently. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, yeah, is. Uh, the box it's that, a, there's a pass-through box yeah there is. and on the v1 it could only go up to 1080p <laughs> output I from that box that. versus this new version where if you have your playstation 4 pro you could still do 4k pass-through through i didn't think box. i would be as interested in that mm-hmm. um but you you spoke of russia blood um i did i have that i, I did i said one, that one of you guys did <laughs> russia blood is really fun because it's a horror game on a on, on, you know, a roller coaster, on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. sure 
and the first time I played it, it's like Resident Evil. It'll get you, right? So <gasps> how it's did really, you not play it with the move controllers? That's where I think because the game you can, shines. You can, you're, you're right. I mean, you got a pistol or gun in each hand, and with the move controllers, you really have free range movement. I love with that the, visual. That is <laughs> he an just amazing, did a pistol Pete. That's an amazing. <laughs> think of the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma State uh, University yeah. mascot. Yeah. Jeff just did that guy. He, he's just shooting off the. the See, uh, John, the Oklahoma State is <laughs> with the without the move controllers. You're limited to the the handheld. And you, you, I wish I could show what I'm doing to the podcast, but you, you know, you're limited here and you still get the effect. You just don't get the full effect of, sure. of range of movement. Sure. I would like to have those. Kind of like I'm just the tip. Considering so, Rick and Morty coming out. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that. I was so, about to say something also, insightful and you go just the tip. He didn't catch the When the I played, he, he went right over it. <laughs> when I played, I played a game that John was very offended of when uh, he saw it at the um, Video Game Awards earlier this year. I played Accounting Plus for <laughs> as long as I could. One, for oh, what I got through, that game is hilarious as is it really? But unfortunately for me at the time, Jeff and I had been profusely drinking a good Ooh, bit before no way that. Put, so, uh-uh. it, and it's this is a testament game it, where it, you're gonna just yeah. really like no, when you're getting your first experience trying to figure out VR. It, it's a very jarring experience. I, I think Jeff will that particular that. game is like sitting at a comedy show. Yeah, you pretty much just sit and you don't do much anything. You just sit and listen. Yeah. And if you're a Rick and Morty fan, you get you look it, and around. You know the humor. Times ten in uh-huh. adult yeah. humor. My son's constantly like, "Hey, let me play that game." I'm like, no, nah, 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 look, nah, ladies and nah. gentlemen, I don't think you guys understand. We have a a special news edition, Richard. Right? Like, how many Richards do you give PlayStation VR from your experience? From first glance, I would give it a four. Richard out of five. Okay. Or, or also five an out of ten. Four out of ten. Eight out of ten for PSVR. Sure. Uh, I think. Whoa. I'm sure. You don't find that surprising. Not from, from Chris? Him. Not from him, no. Really? Um, no. It is immersive. Like, there's a point in that game where you're all of a sudden, like, put in this cityscape and, like, in an alley. You know what part I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I was sitting there and I'm looking up, I was like, dear God, I'm in this thing. Like, this is really That's weird. Like, I could that. see the sky and I could I could totally get the depth of, like, how high up the roof was compared to where I was. <laughs> you know, so you, you feel like you're actually there. So. There's a lot there. Like, uh, like I know they're rolling out all these tourist things with VR right now. And I was like, I can totally see the power of that. Like, Chris is going to duct tape from, So the TV game we want to play, the mouse game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think that's going to be pretty awesome? I, I think so. I mean, I'll tell you. Do we get what, a VR with tax money? I'll tell you what. Like, that sale right now and the fact that I'm about to sell that phone right there mm-hmm. to uh, someone for a decent amount of money has made me at least consider... Uh, yeah, it's a work phone thing. I don't need it anymore. Um, you may need it one time, maybe one time. I don't know. You're uh, buying, and then you can just buy another one, right? Yeah, five billion dollars, whatever. <laughs> um, work no. Anyways, anyways, he's not, uh, it's legit. With that influx, there's part of me at least has considered considered getting it. What are the or, premier or titles getting, right uh, now? Is is Doom and Skyrim like Grand legit? Turismo, Batman VR is short. This Resident is the full game. Yeah, those are the big ones. I mean, but there's so many games out there, I have to give them credit, that are probably like 30, 40 minutes experience. And they're, what, between 11 and 20 bucks. So you have to think like you're paying for basically an interactive movie in a way. Let me ask you, you this, Jeff. You, you've had it and you've probably played some games. Do you ever feel like people say that, one, when you first start your VR, you got to really earn your and get used to your VR legs, if you will? And then have you ever experienced being in the world too much to where you come out and you're, you're feeling 
Yeah. Yeah. Even, even even after you've gotten your VR legs really situated. I had a uh, VR unit on my uh, Note 4 for anybody <laughs> that has one out there. Um, Chris argued with me that it wasn't true VR. It is true VR. Um, it had its its issues. It's not true VR. Then I go to the PlayStation VR. Um, I'm, I'm not one to get motion sickness prone or anything. I can say that when I played Rush of Blood, I did have a couple moments where I was like, Oh, hang on a I second. I can see that. That really whew, that kinda, <laughs> whew, got me down in my, in my old gut. Um, but yes, but no. I mean, you know, it, I think it depends on how prone you are to motion sickness kind of thing. I'm very prone to motion sickness. And, then and you when may I, have moments. And when I uh, had that really bad ear infection that I had nerve, da- nerve damage on, it's like it's, it's amplified. That's the only reason I haven't really bought the VR. I've heard that with Because I really want to play it. Do you, why do you have that look on your face of, of panic right now, John? I've heard as far as the it's motion, just what I look like the uh, the motion sickness stuff. I've heard that it is better on the Vive and and also the Oculus, and I think it's just because of the way the tracking works. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more natural. You, you're not having to jerk your head back yeah, and forth, like and stuff all the what? camera stuff. I I believe the the thing that makes PSVR work is that it's all camera tracking based, whereas the other ones have a little bit more intricate systems to help you with movement, especially the Vive. They have more intricate dollars you must spend on them, too. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I personally think expensive. VR is the future, um, or at least some, I do, I do in some way. I don't think way, it's just a fad, right? In some way, it's the future. But also, yeah. currently, you know, if I had to give the PSVR or my previous uh, one a score, I, right now, I'm, I'm as a P, as VR as a whole, I'm still in the 5 out of 10 range because I feel Ooh. like it's, it's tech that is going to be somewhere, and it's exactly. going somewhere. If I took the internet, you know, back... To the 40s with the peak And I said, I said, all right, this is going to be awesome. This is the future. Go ahead. Here's the internet. Oh, yeah. There's not many websites developed yet. What do you want me to do with this internet? It's just kind of the same with VR. VR, I feel, is the future, but it's still like everything you do in it is like a tech demo. It's, you know, sure. Check this out or check this out. It's going to go somewhere. It's just not there yet. Now, if you have the luxury money to buy a unit and you want to play Accounting Plus or Grant Gran Turismo, man, when I put it in, I'm sitting in a car. I'm sitting in like these high dollar cars and I'm looking around the seats all around me. I'm looking and I really feel like for the first time in my life, I'm in this million dollar car. Um, and then the racing is, is awesome. Do you have a uh, wheel or are you playing on your controller? It was just controller. We really got to so, get you some moves. So see, I'm, I'm limiting myself. You're right. I need the motion controller. We should go take care of that sure. as soon as we leave here. I, I appreciate that DJ <laughs> money coming out. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's early off, uh, you know, adoption right now, but you see, and I can see why the whole entire industry for a number of years has been excited because you could just like, you see this thing that's new and it is distinctively different than any other game type that you've played before and that's that's refreshing and it's like yeah just probably right like i'm interested to see where this is in five to ten years like they did the Jesus, latest service five to ten years well i mean it's kind of like that like you have to lay your roots down and say like for instance 3d gaming 3d gaming started in 1996 or so and those games when you go back and you try to play them outside of a few like say final fantasy 7 and things like that. A lot of them, they are crap by today's standard. They do not hold up at all. But we've seen as time has gone on That's that they have consistently though. refined those tools, made better and better games that have actually held up. I think longer and longer. See, as yeah. long as you got a comp. You don't mean actual 3D. You're talking. You're talking about like yeah, Mario yeah, like 3D, 3D world. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, uh, I think it's a little different 
could be wrong, but I also think that your time frame is a little off. I think games are starting to roll out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's picking up. My yeah. fear is that what's going to happen is in the, on your consoles, you, because the demand is not going to be there, or, the, or at least the people are not going to purchase them at the rate that it's needed to support it, on the consoles, it's going to bottom out and hmm. to a point that it, it disappears. Happen. Yet on the PC world, it's going to continue to to build and gain momentum. But on the PC side of things, you know, I can get a PlayStation VR for what, 200 bucks maybe. If I want a true VR, like on a PC, I'm going to spend, come off some money. Um, and I'm afraid yeah. that on the console side of things, it's going to about bottom out. The PC side is going to continue to roll along. See, then it's going to be a resurgence see, where now we're talking about some serious P- VR. Microsoft's big hold off has been, they've said this, they are waiting for the moment that they can do VR where there are no cords. And I think they're right about that. They're like, the moment you get VR and there is no big, huge glaring attachment to the back of my head, like where if it can be just a simple kind of like the equivalent of a audio wire going from your head down into your controller or whatever, and that's it. That's, that's all of a sudden, that's all of a sudden, yeah. I mean, it, it just takes time, but you think they're probably going to get to that point someday. It just takes time. And once they get to that, It'll that's five thousand really, dollars. I, I think that we're, I don't think they're going to bottom out as much as you may think as far as the technology attachment to like a console, uh, yeah. because the consoles are getting stronger, which is only going to help, yeah. you know, the, the VR. Like being able to run Xbox them. One X could do it could do it really yeah, good now right and, now and I mean they're going to announce the P- PS5 here like in two days. So. What I think is re- really going <laughs> to carry what? VR through is spoilers. <laughs> in this day and age, when people think of VR, they think of gaming. Mm-hmm. Sure, but the thing is, is when I had it on my phone through that the Gear VR, you know, you see many different aspects other than just gaming. You can walk into a store, a virtual store, sure. and you can select a purse. Or a, a you know shoes or whatever it was I saw in that demo. Purse and shoes. And you, yeah. <laughs> what are you you buy a lot of yeah. purses, huh? And you can click on it, and so I can see a virtual world where shopping takes place in Amazon, sure. where you can select an item and rotate it in your hand and look at it. And then versus your just cart. only you, you know, know I yeah. could see a point where we get to where people are considered a forgotten generation, um, and they live in this online community called let's just call it the Oasis. And eventually you get these full <laughs> body immersion suits. And, and uh, eventually the guy who created that dies and he starts off this whole entire big Easter egg yeah. hunt for these keys to unlock control of the whole entire dang yeah. thing. So, yeah. so with that you said, you can see ready player one. Yeah, I was this say, March. Can't you, you better be ready player <laughs> one. Uh, that's where I think we're all hoping we get to someday. But yeah, it, it's cool. And, and look, Jeff, I'll say this in 1995 when I had the internet. The only thing I needed was a bottle of lotion, and I could do a lot of great things with GeoCities and Angle Fire. I miss I miss Napster. <laughs> of lotion. All I needed was ten percent of an image. Yeah. Now look, it would take it might take forty minutes for that image to load that was like this big, but when it did, oh yeah. Anyways, that was early days of uh, adult entertainment. Oh. Yeah. Um, next up, that's dial up. That's terrible. I know. <laughs> For Honor, Milestone. For Honor has reached a player base of 7.5 million, including 1 million unique players every month. The game has been out for a full year. Ubisoft credits the game's success to a regular up to its regular updates and keeping fans invested. Age of Wolves is in full swing with the update rolling out to decade servers. The game's success comes as a relief to the company after a rocky start to its own release. Yeah, as you read that, all I'm thinking about is that rocky start. Sure. And yet, 
we I think we've talked about how well it had been doing before. Yeah. And we constantly see things that are you know, that are <laughs> that are good about this game. You so know? many things are going on yes, that they'll never it, know. It's, <laughs> um it's awesome. Anyways. Um yeah, so yeah I, I or, think, do we go back and play it or I don't know. I, I don't have too much like but they've they have shown and of course obviously their next big thing is gonna be uh what's it called? Skull and Bones, the the pirate one. Yeah. They have shown that despite now with two of these, despite having a rocky start initially at launch, <laughs> they have uh they have proven that if they can continually give people updates and continually give them more content to go after, that eventually they can build out a pretty dang good money-making machine. You know, they've done it now twice. Uh, Rainbow Six the Siege started out, and everyone was like, why the heck did you release this in December? And it felt like it was just going to go away and never be talked about again, especially when The Division came out. That game's bigger than The Division now. Everyone's still playing. Everyone's talking about the upcoming release of the uh, new expansions. I know. And so. I still want to give Wildlands a crack. I, I, sure. will, I will say this, right too. Price. It's when, more of a game than this. When a company but, does yeah. this, like like they're doing with this game, it's, it's, it's good. And I hope that's a trend because the way Epic is, is taking on Fortnite, sure. those are two companies that I see investing in a game and people are responding in a positive way to it, which is awesome. Exactly. So, and by the way, you remember how we announced the other week how uh, Epic said "f you" to Paragon? Yes. They uh, there's a character in Fortnite now that was from Paragon that you can purchase. Ah, that makes sense. Of course, purchase. Yeah, yeah. gotta pay. Gotta pay that fifteen well, to twenty the, for the online play, and he's <laughs> he's pretty awesome. So that's the one thing. Like, I want them to get to a point where they can make the characters in that game where it's not so freaking expensive like i understand the really high ones that are 20 bucks but like the base level price for one of them is is it 800 is that the lowest or is it 1200 credits? some of them are 800 the some of the mid-tier they? are like 12 1250 and then the big ones are like 2400 yeah it's like you just 12 1500 20 and then what it is i thought that's what it is and then like 800 for the side stuff like you know the axe and no the, you can get a, a like a base character like oh, for okay. 800 850 yeah. he's just like wearing a different hat <laughs> yeah they look very just kind of high generic yeah I, I buy those a lot because but i mean like for those people who don't know that's like a difference of 12 15 or 20 dollars for a skin in yeah. the game and you can't get those any other way but pine so this is what it is uh u.s center getting involved in loot boxes dun 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 u.s center maggie hassan of New Hampshire has issued a letter to the ESRB. Uh, had a little burp in my mouth there. Burp. Uh, outlining her concerns <laughs> with microtransactions, particularly loot boxes. The senator. <laughs> I just added a syllable. The senator. The senator expressed her concerns during a Senate Commerce Science and Transportation Committee hearing in which she questioned nominees that they would be willing to take a closer look at video game addiction and loot boxes, which Hassan believes could contribute to addiction. Hassan is specifically speaking of in-game purchases for surprise winnings, which targets children who may be susceptible to being addicted to them. All three nominees confirmed they would be willing to cooperate in the investigation. Could be I, a big uh, deal. I mean, it could be. I feel like this is another issue where... How about parents? Mm -hmm. just, just watch little Timmy's account. And when little Timmy buys a loot box he's not supposed to... You, you you reprimand him, whether it's through a spanking or you take away a system. I don't think this needs to have Senate input. Hmm. 
Am Fair I am, am I out of control in thinking that? But Dude. Sean, the government is supposed to be no, I, well, I our you, daddy. I know you're being facetious. I guess right the now. thing would say what they're going to argue. <laughs> the thing that's going to be argued is like, look, you can't take a kid into a casino. You can't let him go because they don't have a context of what money is or what risk and reward is. And what they would do is if you probably just gave a kid a hundred dollars, even if they won a lot, they would just continue how, to. How is that the same? Because that's what because they're saying. That's what they're arguing. Is, it's not is at all. On. There's a computer program that when you hit buy that and your little box spins up and falls out of the sky or whatever it does, it generates for you. It's not gambling at all. Or well, actually, it? you are gambling. Yeah, you're gambling to so the you, items you're going to get because you have like Epic, for instance, Overwatch, right? You have Epic skins, which are rated the, the, maybe like a one in 3,000 drop versus a common skin, which might be a one in 100 drop. <clears throat> so your odds of those popping up they change depending on what is going on, just like you would have in casino, where you know getting a jackpot is a lot harder. But every every ratings than, board, and whether it's Australia, Canada, Europe, J- maybe Japan, 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 they've all said this specifically does not qualify as gambling. Sure, I'm, I mean that would be in their best interest to say that. That might not be what the government thinks, though. Well, why do I feel like you're you're with Miss Hassan? I, I'm not. I'm divided on this. I do. I will not be surprised. I don't think it will happen at the national level, but I definitely won't be surprised if the death of these is more so when a state <clears throat> Senate or uh, House decides to take up the mantle and pushes through local laws, and all of a sudden you start to say, wait a minute, if we're going to do these and people spend on these and buy our boxes in it and it's ah. considered gambling, we now have to pay taxes to that state no. for every time someone in that state That's who is uh, qualified. I mean, it That's happens everywhere. What's going to kill things. it is not that bull crap. It's going to be when Star Wars Battlefront comes out and totally screws you on your loot box <laughs> and progression system and the people fight back and don't start buying your loot boxes. And that could happen, too. I just... In my history, if a state sees a way to make money and they need money and they can do it through a tax that really is going to cost people that aren't even members of their, like, it's going to cost the company, right? It's not really going to cost you, the player, unless they raise the price on it. That would probably be about the only way that happens. But in the end, it's the company paying the tax for you on your behalf. See, well, so, the, way, the, way they, the way they argue that it's not gambling and and you might say this is a distinction without a difference or it's, sure. it's a little too nuanced, but it remains the same. When gambling, when you gamble, you spend money to not necessarily get something in return. Sure. With a loot box, you're spending money and you are going to get something. Whether it's what you want or not, you are going to be getting something in that loot box. You are paying for a product that you physically receive. But that's no different than what happened in fantasy sports. Because fantasy sports, you pay to get something. You're paying to get a team. You might have a chance to win the prize, but you are guaranteed a chance to go compete for these things. That's I'm not talking about here. Webster's Dictionary gambling. I'm talking about right. how the they, law recognizes no, gambling. I'm yeah. kind of looking at, like I said, I think they're going to push for the idea that this can be relegated as a tax. I don't think it'll be at the federal level, but someone will tack that on. And the moment they do, and all of a sudden you tell people, I have to worry about, their information is where they're from. Are they over 18? Because now all of a sudden that becomes a major and issue if that's a, happening. It may be in the same vein-ish, dude, but it's... Every it's, time I've seen this, this happen. What, this, I mean, like, but these think are the, about... She's uh, probably a mom that has a kid that she's only going to put in a league if everybody gets trophies. Think about, like... I'm, it's, this think is about stupid. This. Don't think of it in the sense of, like, what you think is right or wrong. Think of it in the sense of monetary. Like, back in the day, Amazon 
used to never charge for tax. They would only charge for shipping. That was it until someone came in and said, no, you have to because every state said we want ours. And that's what's going to happen is states are going to find a way to say we want ours. And once that happens, developers have to figure out, do we want to pay for that or do we want to go And when that happens, we start buying things with cryptocurrencies. Exactly. Bitcoin. (laughs) And then it crashes. I'm almost sold on that. Like it, it kind of makes sense until you see the it's just peer to peer with money. Yeah. Until you see the uh, vitality or vitality, whatever just, it is. Just make up words. It's, yeah, whatever it is. It's cool. Uh, in the market right now. I think it was that, that happens, like, dude. It's all good, but there's no middleman, and that's why people like it. Okay. Until it crashes. Then Remember when people back. used to like PUBG? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> PUBG reaches 30 million in sales. Player Unknown Battleground has achieved 30 million copies sold. However, the game is seeing a decline in daily player base on PC. Bloomberg tech reporter uh, Yuji Nakamura suggested yes. that the cheaters could be to blame for the drop in players. It has been suggested the developer has not taken cheaters seriously, which have probably caused some players to seek entertainment elsewhere. So funny they say elsewhere. I thought yeah, we I th- know what they want. To I say. think what is, yeah. I mean, that Fortnite was, is a free to play game. My phrasing. Um, <laughs> I think. Uh, I thought they were kind of ha- putting the hammer down on cheaters. They are like they're saying ninety nine percent of the people they're banning are from China because that's pretty much where all the cheaters. That's come also from. true. Yeah. yeah. So in this podcast, you think that Russians dope and Chinese people cheat at video games. <laughs> Pretty much. They're all cheaters. Jeez. <laughs> Send us your thoughts. Weekly games chat. I think gmail.com. I would say this. Like To me, it's more of you have competition now. Yeah. It's People are going to spread out naturally because of that. But then it's also this game has been out for over a year now. Just about or almost a year. Coming up in a year, it's like I could understand why it might and it, it took pull them, back. It took them a while to add, add like a new map. Yeah. You know, we're, we're like. We're gonna say Fortnite. They're constantly giving you new things. They they did the map. They gave us a new map. Is there a new map now? Yeah, like a legit new map. Or they added re- enough things to where it feels different. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's okay. Yeah, they so definitely updated the map. They definitely did. That's Which what, they used to do that yeah. in PUBG all the time too. I mean, that's an early access game right now, so it should be feeling like it's consistently getting new. Um, but you yeah, know, they they've got to figure out what their next their next thing is. I, I'm. I think the big thing they should do is they should return fire on Epic and copy them and just pull in their progression system and say, pay us 10 bucks a month and, or every three months and we'll give you a whole entire unlock system for the game. Because I think that's the one thing that's really been missing from there. There's just nothing to do except play for the sake of playing. And if you suck, you don't really feel like you ever win anything. That's versus, not true. The game's fun and exhilarating even when you lose. Get good. Wait, you've won once. Yeah, on Xbox. Yeah. And I've won one with you, and I yeah. still like the game. It's still fun. I know. Get good. Come back to PC. I'm playing it on an Xbox One S, and I like it. Oh, you know, it's a subpar version. Yeah, and I'm, t- I'm telling you, well, I still I'm like it. I might be defensive PC. I, I don't know. It's against Xbox. I could pop on the PC, and it runs great on my PC now, but I'm just playing it. It's still okay. fun. You are welcome to ask me to play anytime. Mm. Yeah, see? That's why. Mm. That's why we don't play. Mm. Yeah. Well, Calm guy, don't uh, fandango. You don't call anyone to do anything. You're a terrible friend. Can't even ask someone if they want to go to lunch. Jeez, this might be time for a segue. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah, he, uh, he can suck. <laughs> my, oh, what? Kingdom Come <laughs> delivers. What? <laughs> See what I did there, Chris? Kingdom Come. You also uh, forgot to uh, put the e on the second. Kingdom Come deliverance. 
uh, has managed to sell 500,000 copies since its recent release. The game has is also right now the current best-selling game on Steam. We had listeners who were all excited about for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have this game right now. It's interesting. Yeah. It's uh, I, I'll be honest. It looks a little bland, but it sure. But I would love to hear you talk about it sometime in the future. It may happen. I, I don't want to hear him talk about it. <laughs> Not because he's going to talk about it, but I just don't like what I've seen. But maybe I can spark some controversy. It's because you hate the Czech Republic. Just controversy. Yeah, controversy. I can be whatever I want, Jeff. You don't. You're not the boss of me. Oh, Shots sorry. Fired. I, did, I didn't mean to be rude to a guest, Jeff. I apologize. I'm that was leaving. a that was a lapse in 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 judgment. What number is he on the list? Jeff, he's like two or three. He's legit. It's because he never hangs out with him. He automatically gets a high rank. You know how many years I spent <laughs> in your shoes? Yeah. It takes work, man. <laughs> it's an uphill mountain to climb. I just, sure. I, you got any tips and tricks? It, it does he. Um, oh, yeah, but I can't <laughs> tell you now. I just love Jeff, dude. It's just a natural, oh, cool. it's, yeah. a, it's yeah. an organic thing. It's, yeah. I've seen the opposite of that. Don't ever worry about it. I've seen them like want to kill each other. When we had, we've only really had one kind point. of fight. Have you been at each other's throat yet? Yeah, I've wanted to kill him at one point, no, but, I, John, I don't have, but I don't have the heart to tell him. I've seen Jeff take out the Bowie knife and walk. He's don't. Sean. He doesn't have a Bowie knife. You don't know he has one. Do you I have a Bowie it. knife now? Kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get a Bowie knife? See, see, fun yeah, fact. You will. He's my number two now, and he's earned uh, it. Whatever, whatever. Your number one's Josh, and he texts me. He wants to play with me. We were playing Age of Empires. Am I in your ranking system? You're like a five. No one else can have one. He's like a 12 or 13. He's falling way off. It's not the same. You're trying to make it the same. It's not. (laughs) It's not. So yours is like more prestigious. I'm like McDonald's French fries, and he's kind of like Burger King's French fries. No. I just want to be in your. (laughs) Sean level Scrabble. Clarissa level. I just want to be in your rafters. That's going to take See, you. That just doesn't that, sound that's right. a lifetime. <laughs> that's a lifetime. Bro. Is there only one person? There's two up there. Who's two? Adam. Cam. That's really what you're going with? Is it Cam yeah. or Adam? That's his. Does he know what his name is? Yes. He'll, he'll answer to either one of those. You go, Cam. He'll be like, what's what up? up, Cam? He'll be like, what up? <laughs> Assassin's Creed Feature. Oh. Is Ubisoft this a new game? Is con- uh, concentrating at the moment on Assassin's Creed Origins. Rather than a new entry in the once annual franchise, this is a response to an earnings call where questions stating, quote, we are concentrating (laughs) away on. This is in response to an earnings call question. There was an S on that question. Okay, got it. Uh, Stating, quote, we are concentrating at this moment on Assassin's Creed Origin, for which we are going to launch a few other DLCs. So you will be amazed by what will come to Assassin's Creed Origin. That's the only thing we can say right now. The company is attributing the success to Assassin's Creed Origins and other titles to slowing down the production on the whole. Quote, with more time to polish our games, we have been able to release three high-quality titles since August. We have fully embraced the significant increase in resources required to develop even bigger games. Uh, Sounds like the right call, and uh, I totally support that. It's strictly driven by sales and money. In part. I mean, it really, this, the game didn't sell as well as they maybe hoped or thought. I think it still sold good. I think it's, a, what game? It's all great. No, like, no, 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 no. Origins did. What am I, what am I thinking of then? Uh, Syndicate didn't sell well. Possibly. I, but I also think it's because the people, they don't, 
it's possible that because Assassin's Creed was a once annual thing, mm-hmm. it kind of got redundant. Maybe they sure. lost some of their, I don't know, creativeness. I don't know. Yeah, I think they learned their lessons. Like, yeah. maybe we don't need to be an annual studio maker. We could instead spend like two to three years on a game and make it something that gets a much bigger audience at that time and is consistently rewarded for I would the like time. to point out that they haven't specifically said that this is not going to be annualized. Sure. They haven't said that. Signs, it feels that way though. It, does, it, it it could feel that way. Plus they've they've now they now have a lot of stuff in their wheelhouse sure. now and supporting a lot of titles now. So there's just probably you can definitely tell that they're that they're Money making strategy has shifted dramatically. I think in part because of Unity and Syndicate. I could see, um, but I've got the season pass for Origins already. So. I've heard the first DLC. People were kind of like, because eh, it really isn't no, much. That's not what I heard at all. Yeah, that's why I read. Um, on the other hand, I could see like, okay, so this year we know, yeah, Far Cry comes out next month, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I could see. I'm this warmed fall. up too. Either probably what either that Skull and Bones game will come out this fall, if not sooner, <clears throat> and then maybe Watch Dogs Three. Maybe uh, that, seems, that seems too soon. But or maybe. or God, please let them just go ahead and release a new uh, Splinter Cell game. That would make my life. But I, I bet you we're going to get Beyond Good and Evil Two this fall. <laughs> that would what, be my guess. From what they suggested, that game's a while off, <laughs> even now. But I. Hey, well, I Chris, I don't know. I okay, I don't I know. Did Mafia, peak? did that peak? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, Mafia Studio or Mafia Three Studio has been hit with some layoffs. <gasps> oh my gosh! A significant number of staff have been laid off from Mafia Three developer Hangar Thirteen. Quote: Two K confirmed there have been staff reductions at Hangar Thirteen in order to ensure the studio's resources are properly aligned with its long-term development plans. These reductions will not influence 2K's ability to create and to deliver its products that are currently in development. We never take these matters lightly and are working with the affected employees to support them and explore potential opportunities throughout our organization. The publisher has not commented how many people were let go, although Kotaku is suggesting the number is significant. Here's hoping everyone affected lands on their feet. It's not too shocking. They usually... I thought that title sold pretty well. Yeah, it did. But these kind of studios, what they do is when you get near to release, like when you're in your main crunch year, they hire on a bunch of people. They push out the game. They get the DLC done. And then they cut them loose because they don't like, need it. It's kind of like seasonal seasonal employees at like a Lowe's or a Home Depot. Yeah. They need you in the garden shop to sell flowers and it's going to get too hot or too cold and you got to go. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I, I think they're really... Of all things, I'm very surprised there's You're not. You're absolutely right, John. <laughs> uh, of all things, like there's not it's in just, this in industry. It amazes I me. Eight years to do this job, and now I'm a seasonal employer. Yeah. It Employee. amazes me, but no, that I agree. There isn't an in a union for video game developers oh, for God, this kind of reason. All. Like it would make sense. Like if they ever wanted to unionize, I'd be like, I totally understand because. If you know you're literally every single time going to push out a game, have a one in four shot of getting fired, I'd be pretty pissed off too if I have all these degrees and the talent they do. It's not like they're. I would support. Workers. I would support video game industry having um, staffing firms. Yeah, um, yeah. Talent agencies, like stuff like that. People that are represented in that way. 
but going to a going to a company and demanding a fee or this and that, putting all kinds of restrictions in there, I don't think the industry is mature enough to handle that type of financial hit to the Maybe. market as well. Because regardless of what your opinion is on unions, yeah, unions affect companies' bottom lines, sure, either nominally or very significantly. All I know is just it's, it's going to come to a head at some point. Eventually, they will get to a point where people are like, no. Or, or like studios will either have to address because they continually see <laughs> high-end people leave because they just feel like it's a matter of time before they're going to get cut. And they don't <laughs> see them wanting to make Call of Duty for the rest of their life. So they're the first instance they get some money, they're like, I'm just going to go off and go make my own game. See what I can do. And go from there. Mm-hmm. And stick here and wait to get fired by you. Not everybody can work for Naughty Dog. That's true. Um, finally this week. Uh, uh, finally this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you and Jeff get up. Hmm. He went. EA is satisfied with the Switch. Nintendo France has said that EA is satisfied France. with the Switch. <laughs> This is like the most random thing. Nintendo fans. Why, why was yeah. it just them? Why was it like Nintendo? Yeah, America or anything? I don't know. Uh, with sales Probably. numbers on the FIFA exceeding 73,000 fiscal units in France. I guess that's, I don't know what large sales in France look like, so I, I can't uh, say They probably put their, their eggs in that basket of Europe. All right, if the, if exactly. the game's going to sell, we need to make sure it sells where it's supposed to sell, which is Europe. Ubisoft and Konami are other third-party publishers who seem happy with performance of their games on Switch. I, I, I'm surprised you didn't say Bethesda, John. Yeah, John. Yeah. Why do you say Bethesda, John? Why didn't they get a shout-out? You love Bethesda. I'm not head of Nintendo France. It wasn't my <laughs> statement. Uh, this doesn't... I don't see any Yeah, the second part was more like hearsay and, yeah, and, yeah. and things of that nature. Your face is hearsay. You're a good one. I got nothing. <laughs> I hear this, though, and it... Honestly, it just sounds like PR talk to me. I've, I'm more of like, but Chris, you know how I'll know when I come imagine? out this year and there is a Madden no, game coming out. He Look, he here's can't. how it goes. Nintendo or any company cannot paraphrase or quote another company if it is not true. That is legal action and Ubisoft or so you're saying could go after. So you might think it's PR speak, but PR speak mm-hmm. is not necessarily synonymous with spin. Are you saying, though, that there oh. hasn't been instances where <clears throat> yes, he, even within he, EA itself, they have said one thing and then kind of the truth later showed maybe that wasn't quite 100% I see what you're doing. On. And yes, what you just said, yeah. that was a loaded question. So, yeah, of course, the answer is, yeah, of course they've done that, Chris. Yeah. In this case, we, we reported on the concern uh, for develop- developers. Developers, <laughs> developers, do it in direct relation to Nintendo sales of their product. Sure, I look. It, ha- it goes like you this. can't just gloss over that and say. I'm sure. not gloss. I'm all looking. All this saying, was uh, look. All this was was no Nintendo asking EA if they could share that information with their shareholders. That's sure. all that is. Yeah. So no, it's not PR speak because that would be a press release. It's not PR speak. Now you're getting semantics. I'm looking at someone Ooh. who is a press person coming in and saying like, look. Yeah, we need a way to spin that. We always want to put a good thing on there. If you can show, you know, you've already gotten Ubisoft, as you said, to say good things. And I don't doubt those because Mario Rabbids sounds like it was a pretty big hit for them. Legit. Uh, And then uh, Konami out. 
know exactly what's been put out from them as far maybe PES soccer was that it I don't know that would make the most sense I think you're trying to win over and show like any way you can that EA is committed to the switch especially this year I would just say to me personally if if you want to see how committed EA is the most logical next thing that they would bring to the thing is Madden let's see if we hear that this year let's see if we get a Madden in a FIFA, and if you're even more lucky, I don't think it will happen this year, but if you're very lucky, whatever Battlefield has coming this fall, that would be the other big thing I would be looking to see if they get that. I've just, I just, I didn't expect you to, I don't know, challenge the narrative of a simple statement of EA is satisfied with how FIFA did on Switch. Yeah, That's all they said. I mean, it's just like, it's not, it's not a big deal to me. It's just like, yeah. I mean, it, with 15 million units sold, they're not looking for a PR victory. Yeah. So it's not PR speak. It's just that they're satisfied. And that's all it says. It's not saying, we're bringing you Madden. Mm. They're just saying they're satisfied. That means they're willing to work, continue a relationship. That's all. Maybe. That's all Unlike means. what we want to do right now with Chris. Oh. I still love him. Uh, they all I want to. I'm, I'm just the, I'm the analytical guy. I look at the data. Now look at the, the history. Jeff appreciates that. He nods at data and history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, Penny's licking my elbow. That's the art. Yeah, that was his head moving because you can't. It was. Yeah. Are we gonna wrap this up? Never. with all of us but I didn't think I was going to get there at the beginning but then I looked over I totally got you it. got it yeah you, got, up. you got yours dog <laughs> uh Daniel writes in hey Daniel we gotta wait because he's gonna say what's up guys first and we'll watch oh this. yeah I forgot before I, just, I, even I keep screwing up. before we even get to that point first off if you want to write your words to us in an electronic why are you looking form, at me like this because I stare at you do you get your tweets up yet yeah get them up Get them up. They're up. I've been holding them up for 20 them minutes. <laughs> um, but if you want to, if you want to write your electric words and tell Shonda, sh- <laughs> you can write those words to weeklygameschat@gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat@gmail.com. Just like Daniel did. He writes, "It's me, Daniel again." He did not say what's up. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Good to hear what, from you again, it's us my again. brethren. So a couple of things. One, nine, nine, nine. Chris, you can't lean back and bring the mic with you. <laughs> That's good point. It didn't really. I peaked. I peaked. Nine. <laughs> Wolfenstein is coming to Switch. So should I get it for the Switch? Or do you think they're going to include the old blood in new order with it? Kind of like Bayonetta 2. Also, I'm planning on building a gaming PC with my dad, but I have no clue what to do with parts to buy. We got you, bro. Or which works well together. So, do you guys have any suggestions? Because I know one of you built a PC for PUBG. John, look at me while I'm talking to you. (laughs) I know you're a zombie uh, guy. Did he say that? Oh, (laughs) I know you're a zombie. But do you still have a brain? That's, That's funny. Because inside uh, jokes. What, what I would suggest for Chris and the PC thing, and I know you got more to read. Yeah, we got okay. a lot more. I'll, yeah, I'll hold you, my thought. Why don't in. you shut why it? Why don't I calm the, down? Yes. There or, it is again. <laughs> I heard it. I know you're a zombie, <laughs> but you still have a brain or part of one, <laughs> I think. Penny, stop destroying the entire pop collection. It really does happen. Three, 
Profile is Gogeta, not Vegito. Okay. Four, I unfortunately don't have enough money for a regular Xbox One, but if I trade in some more stuff, AC Syndicate, which was a game that looked like it came out of a behind. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Titanfall 2, and I'll have to let go of Skate 3. I guess he's saying if he does those, then he'll be able to afford his Xbox One. Five, I got Doom and DBZ Xenoverse 2. I got the BFG, and my God, that is the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Even on 720, it still looks amazing. And with a game that is so fast-paced, you can truly tell the difference with the handheld mode. I also did watch your Doom episode. I think you mean listen there, uh, which was the 50th, I believe. Remember, this is even before Geek vs. Games. Jeez, that is a long time ago, right? I also did, uh, let's see, that's right, Games and Games. Games and Games, he's saying. Uh, back in the day, you three were even bigger Richards than you are now. That's that's accurate. No, not accurate. <laughs> you were dropping F-bombs like you were drunk. That's also accurate. Uh, also, last thing, please play this song in the episode. I don't know if we can do that. I will preview your song, though. And depending if it meets certification standards we might see if we can include it maybe at the very end well uh to touch oh, on your he also says by he says by richards followed by nine 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 you can uh, i need your nines you completely i'm sorry you stress me out <laughs> <laughs> um oh and then you said wolfenstein three question mark god uh, I, I would john john correct me I would say get a Wolfenstein game on a system that can handle it yeah. because it looks sure. amazing. I agree. Like Wolfenstein, no offense, like to the to Switch. Those, if you only have Switch, I'd be like, sure, go yeah, get, get this. It. But you still get the experience. Everyone who I've heard gets these has, as far as the sites were saying, like, look, it's a workable version of these games on there. They run fine, but it's like you make some sacrifices on there where you have an Xbox One, it sounds like, or you're about to build this uh, PC that's where I would play these games because they're going to run consistently in 60 frames. If you've got a nice big TV, it's going to look great up there and it's going to pop. Uh, yeah, I, that's just the way I would do it. If if you really want to have a portable version of those games, then, then go for it. As far as PC building, um, I will tell you right now in the market, it's very, very, very tough <laughs> to get a, uh, a graphics card that you're yeah. not going to spend a gajillion dollars on for no reason. And also, RAM prices are kind of crazy right now. Yeah. A lot of people are advising maybe hold off and let the market stabilize, especially with the Bitcoin mining trend. Um, but a good site that Chris used that I've, I've, I've actually looked at to a lot, and there's a, another friend that I trust a lot with PCs. He uses it. It's the PC Picker. Uh, PC, PC part, part Picker. Yeah. If you just search that in Google, you should get there. I think that's the name of the address. And what that basically does is you can kind of figure – figure out exactly what you want in your computer, what it's going to cost and kind of what you're shooting for. For sure. And it's really cool. Um, I, I've also priced my parts in Amazon, the ones that I thought I would want. And, and you can also keep up with price decreases and increases in there too. So um, if you've got any further questions on computers, please hit us up. We've got, we know enough about it and know enough people that we yeah. can maybe try to help you out. For I'll sure. say if you're, especially if you're doing this with your dad, like right now building a PC is easier than it has literally yeah. ever been so uh just go out there look at once you get your parts when you get it all together go out there and just google build a pc in in youtube and you should easily find 50 videos that can help you with whatever scenario you're setting up for whether you're going to go with a water-based cooler 
or a stock fan or a custom fan if you need to install drivers if you want to do uh cross uh what's it called crossfire thank Stitching. you for uh crossfire for your graphics, graphics cards yeah. because you've spent three thousand dollars on 650 so spent. why not because you know that's the only thing you can afford right now is yeah. a gtx 660 um, so it's great yeah and there's a lot there's a lot of information out there but again if you if you got any more questions we're here for you man yeah and hey enjoy that xbox make the trades sure. do it do it enjoy those games especially PUBG. Is he going a 1X or just a regular one? I don't know. He didn't say. If you can do it, go 1X, especially for PUBG. It will uh, run a little he better. He says a regular Xbox. He said he didn't have enough for a regular Xbox one. So he says he's trading in more stuff, I think, in hopes that he can get the, there. The, one, the Xbox One S runs it fine, um, but the One sure. X runs it better. Yeah. But yeah. if you're building a PC at the same time, that will run it the best. Or, did he even mention PUBG or did you just make that up? No, he put PUBG oh, in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go get anyway. you a chicken dinner, young man. Yes, always. <laughs> um, Sean, we got any tweets out there? Yeah, we do. Uh, I want to say game on to uh, at blank underscore Brack. He said game on, guys. Did he write it to at weekly game he chat did. on Twitter? He did. Um, yeah. And I mean, remember last week game on. when uh, you mentioned in the show about the dog bots? Yes. Um, at Acid Sugar 1414, uh, let us know that those bots are getting quite scary. Yeah, they scare the hell out of me. <laughs> Happy birthday, Acid Sugar. Ooh, there you go. Ian the Cheez It gave us a quote. Uh, we should, the quote is, we should be safe. And I think it's still about the robots, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I as, think so. We should be safe as long as they don't figure out how to open doors, end quote. <laughs> And he says that was said by everyone who got murdered in Jurassic World <laughs> and um, Jurassic Park. Yeah, we want to give a, a follow back to at Asian Fletcher. Thank you for the follow mm-hmm. at S Wolfway or Swolfway. Thank you for the follow. I like to prefer uh, Swolfway. <laughs> um, Sim, uh, at Tyranna Tortoise. Um, in, in, in regards <laughs> to last name. week, yeah, you said that every time I say his name. That's I awesome. don't care. Um, Swifway now makes me think of Sway. I've just thought about that. Like in Sway? Sway in the morning, he still yeah. likes him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he MTV said last Sway. week's show was seven point five out of ten. Good show, guys. He gave a, he gave a funny face emoji. And John, what would that be on IGN's ranking? A great show? I don't know. I don't have. That's a, brain. a good. That's good. <laughs> and if you remember last week, we uh we gave some love to at Dano Scordino P. Ooh. Uh, he did thank us at weekly game chat. Thanks for the shout out. What do you guys think about game pass? Uh, and do you per- prefer physical games more than digital? I'll let you guys answer that. I don't care. I, I will take it either way in game pass. I think, yeah, no, right. I take it any way I can get it sometimes behind, sometimes in the front, sometimes just with a stranger. Uh, sometimes a wait, chuckle what? is appropriate. Um, but anyways, uh, I would say game pay it pass. I, I definitely think I won't be surprised at all if in five years that thing is taken off. I also won't surprise be surprised if it's just kind of a thing out there. But it definitely has a lot of potential and could be the way of the future. Way of the future. Uh, I'll put it this way. And, Sean, I, 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 I'm going to tell you this. I hope you don't get mad at me, but Bioshock, the collection, was $19.80 on You Xbox. bought it for me? No. Oh. I bought it digitally uh-huh. it was recently go. on the 2k sale right yes because it bothered me so much that i had it physical <laughs> <laughs> i like having my games digital i just I really like that it's nice to just press a button and it starts mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about where's the disc at you yep, know yep 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 all that uh, kind of stuff one of the coolest names that matched the picture uh, we got a follow from at hydraberg 
and his, Heisenberg? his picture is Heisenberg. So that's pretty that's cool. Funny. And apparently we <laughs> talked about people getting mad at Fortnite last week or something along those lines. Yeah. Cause friend of the show, Mike, um, he tweeted that at weekly games chat, nobody's upset when we don't win. So I guess there was a reference in which we talked They're about always upset when they don't win. I've heard it. Jeff rages. It, it, psh, it depends on how many go in a row. Yeah. You know? Um, but he, he added also, John, just play the game. <laughs> Hashtag Fortnite. That'd be fine. <laughs> um, if I could, if I could have a team of Mike, John, Mike D and Tate, I think that would be my perfect pair. Well, the reason I don't play now is because I thought that you guys kind of had your rotation going. Oh, they're just squad A and squad B. There you go. Basically, you, go. you log on, and if you log on first, not you're true. On squad a. <laughs> um, at at my name, mm-hmm. I believe it's supposed to be is mud, but the is has a one in it. Ooh. Thank you for the follow. We're following you back. Um, and this is a this is a cool one because he said mm. um, at weekly. This is the same person at weekly game chat. Found y'all while searching for Monster Hunter podcast. Ooh, love what I'm hearing. Downloaded a few episodes from the past to listen to and subscribed. Keep up the good work, guys. Except you, John. You there keep you being you. <laughs> <laughs> Just let go, John. <laughs> So that's pretty awesome. And I think that's all I wanted to update unless something came here recent. Nope, we're good to go. That's everything. So, again, thank you guys for the communication and, and shout-outs on Twitter. And you can do that where, Chris? At Weekly Game Chat. Also, for the same, if you want to look at uh, out for us on Facebook, hey, fun fact, if you want to see what the episode art is and uh, get an idea of what we're probably going to be talking about that week because I make the art in advance and, therefore, it ain't changing uh, come Monday. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at Weekly Game Chat and you will see currently what will be our episode. Well, if you looked at it today on Monday, you'd see what's going to be Celeste. But it's Wednesday, Wednesday to them, yeah. so this is so dumb. When you get to the, like, so when you get to this <laughs> Sunday night or Sunday night or Monday at some point, check your face, check our Facebook page and you will see what we're talking about next week if you're ever wondering. That's what I'll say. Does that sound good to you? Are you fine with that? I mean, I'm meh about that. <laughs> he just double blinked at me. I don't think he was ready for that. <laughs> you. <laughs> um. Until next time. Oh, uh, we do have to, and I waited to the last minute to say this. Okay. Um, if you remember, I got a phone call right before we started recording. Yeah. And I told somebody we'd give him a shout out. You literally made him. Now he had to wait the whole, to the entire, the very end of the show. Almost two hours. Yeah. What up, Brad? What up, Brad? else will say anything to Brad, John, <laughs> Jeff? See you on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 141. Oh, man. A weekly game chat. You guys are getting old. That's a palindrome, by the way. Do you know Um, that means you can, <laughs> it's the same on both, whichever way you, and, <laughs> he got um, it. He, there, that was a reference. Um, <laughs> What numbers are you? You're 141 and something else. Kind of like, you know, a president gets a number. You have two numbers. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> he is not Grover. Do no, not I, make, I don't know. I just. Do not make him Grover Cleveland of our show. <laughs> Super Mario. Yeah. Whichever one that was. Yeah. So go back like nine, ten episodes. Nine! Um, <laughs> three times. <laughs> Anyways, if you like the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever podcast service you use, and you will get a new episode every Wednesday. If they have a rating system, especially on iTunes, drop us a rating and a review even if you want. Say some kind words. Unless you really hate us and only want to give us one star, then 
shut up and leave us alone. We don't want to hear from you. Uh, just kidding. We'll take any feedback whatsoever. We appreciate it always. Until next time, Jeff, I want to say personally, thank you for coming on to talk about a wonderful game. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You want to go get a beer this week? I thought you said you were holding off for a couple of weeks. Yeah, but a couple, too. Yeah, I took this weekend off, okay? I know you're full of hot air. Yeah. Uh, Sean. Yes. Game on. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. Sean. Game on, John. Jeff. Game on, John. Game on, Jeff. Sean. Game on, Jeff. Yeah. Love you guys. More. Your mom's box. My, uh, just, ooh. (laughs) That wasn't supposed to hit the table like that. Sorry, guys. Your mom's box. (laughs) You got excited. Peace out, everybody. (laughs) Squeeze in on my money. What? (laughs) 